What's up, everybody? Hey, Welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktails. cocktails. <laughs> We're over here fucking up lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Yes, we do. Yeah. We are a podcast that pairs amazing drinks with amazing movies. Yep. We have such a great, amazing movie today. Yeah. And I hope an amazing drink. But first, we have an amazing guest. Ah. It looks good. Guess yes. who's back? Back. Back, back again. again. <laughs> Lenny's back. Wait, is this something? Tell your friend. friend. Guess who's back? 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 Is this something you guys pre-planned or is this shit from college? That's just friendship right there. Yeah, right there. Okay. Instantaneous. We can harmonize on a on a drop of a dime. We got this. Lenny is back. She flew all the way in from Santa Cruz, and by flew I mean drove. Drove. But she's flying out on a jet plane tomorrow morning. She's heading for cooler pastures because it's hot as fuck. It's too hot for me here. In California. I don't know about anybody else, but if you guys are, it's October 24th and it is over 90 degrees today. It's like 100 degrees today. It's insane. And as a California native, I'm going to tell you right now, this shit ain't normal. No. Well, you know what is normal? What? Me coming up with a motherfucker and cocktail. What'd you make us? What'd you make us? <laughs> so today we have the Lydia cocktail. The Lydia. <laughs> Lydia. I'm okay. surprised that it's not black because that's all she wears. Yes. Well, there was a Beetlejuice one, but it literally was just like sugar and it kind of tastes... It's Spoilers, kinda... we're doing Beetlejuice. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you see it in the title when you click. It's yeah, like you, you saw the scene last week, you guys. Okay, yeah. So I did my best. It was a good Beetlejuice. <laughs> there was a Beetlejuice one, but it literally kind of really sounded good. like our uh, Witch's Brew one. Oh. And it just was too sweet. And I was like, I'm, I'm not into it. Yeah. I found we this one. We had dry one. ice last week. Yes. We? This one didn't have dry ice, but just like all the sweetness that was Oh, okay. So uh, we have the Lydia, which is two thirds cup of Midori liqueur and our model over here Helen Vanna Whiting it Midori frothy mm-hmm. and then you're gonna do half a cup of Malibu rum yeah which we have right here beautiful Malibu that Caribbean rum we are not afraid of that nope not then at all we're gonna also do half a cup of Sailor Jerry's rum let's get that dark rum you in scared there. me for a minute cause I just glanced by that, and I was like, we're not drinking Fireball tonight. Oh, no. Ooh, though. I'll save that for probably Christmas. It'll probably be a Christmas one. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. I'll find you something good. Yeah, I'm not having that. You you will drink whatever I make you, and you you will like it. (laughs) I'm So we got Sailor Jerry's. Uh, We're going to do some pineapple juice, which is not over here, but we do do two-thirds cup pineapple juice. (laughs) Do, do. (laughs) (laughs) 
Damn, you got me. Okay, so you're going to do two-thirds cup of coconut cream, and you're going to do one-fourth cup of fresh lemon juice. Hurry, Lenny's drink is falling apart. <laughs> My pineapple sunk down. Okay, all right, so... We're not doing SpongeBob. Do you, do you guys want to just try it, and then I'll explain how to make it? Yes. Let's do that. Okay. I'm stoked about this. Here we go. Cheers. So Cheers, that's what's in it, and Cheers. I'll tell you Cheers. Cheers, Lenny. Okay. Glad. It's good to have you back. It's so good to be here. Whoa! Shit! I was about to say something, but wow! Ooh, I Ooh. love that. You know what's interesting about this one? Mm-hmm. It catches you off guard at first, and then it's got a smooth ending to it. The majority adds a nice little smooth ending. It's yeah, like really nice. Kind of, it's not too sweet either. I like it. Mm. It's a little, it's a little tart, but I like that. And I think that's why. Okay, so I added the Sailor Jerry's because I thought that it would. We need more alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> So you don't have to use that for that, but I did. Okay. okay. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna combine the pineapple juice, the lemon juice, and the coconut cream, and you're going to pour them into ice cube trays. Okay. You're gonna let those freeze, which mine didn't freeze all the way, so it's not as slushy as it should be, but it's still really good. Um, I'm gonna scoot over so that YouTube land see all of us. Yes, there we go. Look and it. so then you're going to take that and some regular ice. You're going to throw the shit into a blender. We can clip some here. Yeah, it's going to be like the view. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Whoopi. Oh, I'm Whoopi. Oh. Okay, fine. <laughs> we got a room of Whoopi's. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the, the view should be. So you're going to combine all those and put them in the ice trays. And when they get hard, you're going to put them into a blender with some regular ice. And you're going to pour the Malibu and all the other shit in there. Blend it. And I put it into our cool margarita glasses that we use once. They're all cactus-themed. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be good for their little desert scene when they get when they come out of the well, house. I've been to Saturn. <laughs> Whoa. Sandworms. You hate them, right? <laughs> I hate them myself! This is so dangerous. Are you going to put the pineapples in there for some garnish? Garnish. My pineapples. That's why I put a chance. lot in yours. Mmm. Mm. And that is the video. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you, Lydia. Lydia. I like it very much. Mm-hmm, me too. So you guys are ready for a little bit of her story. We can do some her story. All right. So first things first. This drink is not named after our Lydia. Oh, is it oh. named after my mammy? No. This is named after... My mom's name is Lydia. <laughs> awesome. It is uh, Midori. Uh, not Midori. Okay. It's named after one of the real housewives of... Melbourne, Australia. Okay. I didn't even know that was a show, but somebody made this drink. It is called the Lid Lid Midori. Mm. <laughs> it's called the Lid Midori. And uh, I didn't like that name, and I didn't know who she was. So I changed it to Lydia, and it's green, so it worked. I yeah. was like, perfect. And it has rum in it, mm. which is work all night with a drink of rum. rum. And we are coming, we're going to go home. Okay, so mm. <laughs> let me give you a little bit of her story of Midori, y'all. Midori. Well, We've had a lot of Midori this October. It's a little bit of hell story. I'm sorry. There's always some hell story. For Midori. We're taking out a little bit of our medicine today. So Midori is made of mecha, which is a fine green tea that can be drank or cooked with different types of stuff. And it's it's from the loose leaf tea. Mm. I don't know what any of this means, but because it's 
You're killing it. It's not a loose leaf tree. <laughs> tea is a, they use the whole tea leaf. Like they use the whole thing instead of just the leaves. So it's healthier than, say, green tea. That's really cool. All right. So that is what's in Midori. So with that, so Midori can increase your energy and reduce stress. All right. And improve your mental health, y'all. So Midori is killing it. Yeah, actually, I should drink it on the regular. Okay. So it can help you with weight loss and help you burn calories. Midori. Well, yes. All right. Some of the stuff in Midori can help you with that. Cheers, Mainly yo. the Mecha Fine Green Tea shit. And it can boost your immune system. And it can help your body cleanse harmful, um, uh, like... I got to find this website that you go on that finds these health... This one was things. on the Midori fucking website. I mean, it's Midori's <laughs> website. Awesome. Of course, they're going to say that Midori's good for you. Pfizer says that their pills are good for you. <laughs> oh, shit. But I looked into the Mecha tea thing. Okay. that So that makes yeah. it a little more credible. I don't know. Shit. Sometimes I'm, <laughs> I'm running out of things to talk about, you guys. Just when it comes to the alcohol, we've used so much of this alcohol in a year. We've found our uh, drinks that are go-to ingredients. Yeah. There's only so many combinations. There's only so many. <laughs> I can only do so many, so... Well, I really love it, too, though, because in New York, we have all these little, uh, like, they're called cha-cha matcha. Ooh. And I think it's the, with yeah. the green tea loose, it's so good. Mm. So I'm kind of addicted, and I love that this comes from it now. Yeah. I didn't know that. And it I tastes good, right? really digging it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I'm glad that Lenny is back for is because we didn't really get a chance to talk about Lenny very much on the last episode. Oh, no. Why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself, Lenny? A little bit about me. Um, I live in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Bushwick. I, I'm originally from Florida, actually. And then I met Zenobia in San Francisco. I lived mm-hmm. there close to nine years. And then I moved to L.A. for a minute, hot second. And then I moved she to did. New York. And I'm Best trying to get her to move back. story in San Francisco between you and Zenobia. <laughs> like the one that she wouldn't want you to tell. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at her. She's like, bitch, you better not. <laughs> there's only one that she can never tell. I know. <gasps> but there's every, you can tell anything else. Okay, I know a really... Uh, my personal favorite tell was... One you can't tell. <laughs> no, no, I know. This I know what she'll do to me tonight. Her, her parents listen to this. <laughs> nice. They listen to this oh, and... Right. Fuck you guys. I don't even <laughs> thought you were my fucking shit. <laughs> no, no, okay. okay, wait. She, whatever she tells me is going to be good and embarrassing, but that one is just like a ride or die situation. No, it's ride or die. We don't talk about that. No. Yeah. Oh my God. And, except in... Yeah. <laughs> right, we're going we're gonna to have another drink after the podcast, and we're going to talk about this. Well, I think, actually, because I was just in Santa Cruz. Can I tell the Santa Cruz story? With our hotel room? Tell it. Tell oh it. Oh, my tell God, it. yeah. Uh, okay, it. so I Fuck had... Fuck Santa Cruz. Fuck Santa Cruz. <laughs> just I'm just joking. I, yeah, I yeah, love we it. love Santa Cruz. But, um, no, so I had never been to Santa Cruz before, and... Every single time we'd be watching TV, Santa Cruz Boardwalk would Santa come on. Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk in the warm California oh, yeah. sun. Uh-huh. Boardwalk. <laughs> That's their theme song. So if you live in NorCal, you know that fucking song because it goes on the radio and the TV all the time, especially in the summertime. 
So they were always talking about it. I had to go to Santa, Santa Cruz. So we're just like, we're going to go one day. And then a friend of ours had a concert he really wanted to go to. <laughs> we were going to meet the band. So we're just like, this is a perfect opportunity. Let's go to Santa Cruz. So like Zenobia and I splurge on a really cute hotel. We go to this concert. We pre-game in the hotel room. The hotel sucked anyway. Like, it was super strict. It was super strict. Like, ridiculously. Like, needed a registry for everyone that was staying in the room kind of strict. It was really weird. Ah, get the fuck yeah, out Yeah, one here. of those, like, no loud noises and nothing. Don't, you can't no have more than... No loud noises those. after 10, no swimming in the pool after 8 and yeah. shit. What is that? You have a big pool and it's beautiful and you're in Santa Cruz. How can I not do a late night swim there, please? The Griswolds ruined it for everybody. I guess so. Damn Griswolds. <laughs> he did. Thanks, uh. Chevy Chase. <laughs> no, she was just a waiter. You know, she didn't even take my order. She took your order? She took my order. <laughs> But so, long story short, we go to the concert, a couple of drunk people come back and ruin it for all of us, and we get kicked out of our hotel room. No so, deposit. No deposit. Well, oh, no. It was a, a very violent kickout, too. Kick it was out. not like a... She called me a bad name. They had to hold me back because I was about to fucking beat the shit out of Yeah. Them. She was, like, behind a glass window, too. So she was, like, so knew she would... It was bad. I was so mad. So they kicked us out. We and had nothing to do with the kickout. Nothing. Like, we were great. We were... We, it was just our name was on the room. Yeah. Ah. So then Zenobia and I, for the first time ever together, slept in a park. In Santa Cruz, because they took all of our money, never gave us a return. Of course not. Kept the deposit, because they kept and our deposit. So we didn't have any money, and the bus to back to San Francisco no, wasn't the train. until... Oh, no, we took the bus. No, we took the train. It was the bus. It was the train. We were on a charter bus. We were on a train. Okay, we were on a train. <laughs> we were on a train. We were on a train. And... Uh, we had to wait until 8 a.m. the next morning. So we slept. We drank a whole liter of whiskey between the five of us. To stay warm. To stay to warm. To stay warm. And we walked around. <laughs> we went to the Santa we Cruz boardwalk, boardwalk, actually. Till we after got hours. Off. Yeah. We <laughs> sat in the sand. Have no blankets. Oh, no my God. Nothing. We walked to this park. And then we were walking away for some reason. Me and her, we were walking somewhere. And someone was like, hey, do you have a lighter? And we're like, yeah. He's like, hey, do you guys want to smoke this uh, fucking weed? Oh, that's right. And we're like, yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. (laughs) We were so so sad. sad. That would definitely make us warm and happy. And we told told the guy what happened, and he was like, damn, that sucks. The fuck, Sam. I wish I could do something for you, but I'm staying on my friend's couch. So, you know. Oh, my God. So then didn't we we end up staying in someone's car? uh, Yeah, so weirdly enough, the drunk guy who got so sick in our hotel room that got us kicked out left his car because he couldn't drive it obviously one fucking guy just couldn't handle his alcohol just couldn't handle his shit he was so bad that he had gotten on the stage with the band oh my god he had, somehow he got on the stage and fucking end up like unplugging their fucking mic or their guitar no. their guitar he started touching their foot pedal their too foot pedals and this sh- fucking guy yeah no he was bad <laughs> we were he was he was really bad but anyways, he left his car and a friend had the car keys, so we just slept in his car. But I was sleeping on like a pile of dishes. He, ha- he was moving or something. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. It's it in was, between places. It's in between. But we were all crammed into this car. It was so bad. And the next morning we woke up, we were like, fuck Santa Cruz. Fuck Santa Cruz. Get on this train to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <Thank Ben. you. laughs> we ate Taco Bell for breakfast. We did. We did. Taco Bell doesn't serve breakfast. We know. Well, 
But it was the closest. It was to the closest. We didn't give a shit. It was the worst, and we wanted to leave. That was. <laughs> that was one of the nights. You're right. That was a good one. That was a good night. I mean, technically, it wasn't in San Francisco. And now we know. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But we could not wait to get back to San Francisco. I just wanted to get home to San Francisco so bad. <laughs> it was and a couple months later, I went to Burning Man, and I was like, "This is nothing. I slept in a park, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a sleeping bag or a tent." That's so great. That's so great. I don't think my parents know that one. Hey, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You guys ready for the stats? Let's get the stats. So, we are doing Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh, no! Yeah. Oh, no! I'm wearing a little Beetlejuice jacket here. I like it. I didn't have the attire, so I just painted my eyes. I like it. I like it. I feel like we all committed to ourselves. Did the hair as best as I could. It looks beautiful. The coif is amazing. I was. So he's so perfect. I know. I was uh, doing my research, and apparently Michael Keaton specifically requested hair that looked like he had just plugged into a uh, socket. Socket. Yeah. Oh, that's Yeah, that was wow. his idea. I like that. <laughs> I like it. I like that a lot. So let me hit you with the stats. Okay. So this movie came out March 30th, 1988. Yeah. All right. And the budget was $15 million. That's it? Transferred in today's money is $32 million. Oh, okay. That's a healthy budget. Okay. So it made $74 million, which in today's money is $161 million. Killing it. So we made a fucking good money. This helped put Tim Burton on the map. This, this helped. I mean, after Pee-wee's big adventure, there's this, and he just keeps having hits and hits. That was his first one, Pee-wee's big adventure? His first big one, yeah. Mm, I see. Hey, I see you, Tim. All right, so you ready for the Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. Critics, 84%. Okay. Audience, 82%. Oh, I got to get on there. Yeah. Yeah. I voted, (laughs) yeah. Since when do the critics outweigh the audience? I don't know. That's silly. Audience is usually higher. Okay, so... Rotten Tomato takes critics from all time. So, like, they take the critics from 1988 assessing the movie. Uh-huh. And to have people in 2000 and whatever, whenever Rotten Tomato started watching it, doing it, I think that kind of fucked the numbers. Hmm. Because you have younger people doing it and it hasn't been on there. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. That is an interesting. But I give it a 92 because this is a fucking great ass movie. It's a really great movie. It's I funny. was laughing my ass off. Still funny. Still lands. It's it's Every more time. funny now. As we're older. As we're older and we get more of the yeah. jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, I liked it. Now it's like I see all the little Dude, subtle like things. Real dirty. Everything happening in, in the underworld. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and everything that Beetlejuice... How many times are we allowed to say his name? As know. many as you want. <laughs> okay, great. If Michael Keaton comes through that row. door, I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's showtime. I hope he has the little head. It's going to be a good look for me. <laughs> but like Beetlejuice himself, he's just like so trickster. And like uh-huh. his language is just so racy and uh, mm. aggressive. And yells. I do not fantasize about Beetlejuice. I feel you like lie. you would totally marry him. <laughs> I would. <laughs> She's like, I have no problem with marrying you. I would not have any problem. 
Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys ready for the motherfucking drinking game? Yes. Yes, I me. am. All right. <clears throat> you gonna take one sim? Take one sim. When Beetlejuice is said. Beetlejuice. 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 Oh shit, Beetlejuice. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of oh, them. Oh, you said it twice. Just say it one more time. One more time. She's like, mm, no. I want to talk to Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he knows she's gonna say it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. sure. Yeah, come on. Let me get ready. <laughs> just dust himself off like. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all not ready. Been hanging around the graveyard. Gotta dust it off. All right, you're going to take one simp when you hear Harry Belafonte's song. Now, not only is the Deo his and the jump in the line, prop your body up, okay, I believe you. Not only are those two his, but every song that they play in the attic is his. That's right. The woman is wood smart. That's all those little songs in the background. Uh huh. Yes. So, like that. when you hear those calypso type music, please take a sip. <laughs> I like that one. I thought that'd be fun. So you're gonna take a sip when you see the handbook. Handbook for the recently diseased. <gasps> the handbook book. of the recently diseased. It's, it's deceased. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys. I always thought that was funny because in the next scene, he's like reading all these extremely hard words like in there, but he can't get deceased and deceased. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like stereo instructions. <laughs> all right, so you're going to take one sample when someone says Beetlejuice wrong. Beetle bug. And that beetle guy. Beetle, beetle guy. Beetle, beetle glass. <laughs> beetle breakfast. Beetle, beetle breakfast. drink. Beetle orange. Any of those, you take a sample. <laughs> <laughs> and get ready because they come rapidly sometimes. Uh, okay. Okay, so you're going to take one sample when Lydia takes a picture. Oh. So she takes a picture of them when they're ghosts. She takes a picture when she walks in and takes a picture of the house and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. watch out for her and her camera. Little baby Winona. Mm. I love her so much. We've already <laughs> talked about her. We're going to talk about show. her some more. We we've talked about a couple of actors on this movie that we've already had on previous movies. Have we? Yes, we have. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, banana. Daylight coming, we want to go home. Are right, you going to take one simp? When the model town is shown. Nice fucking model! Ah. I love that opening shot. I know. Dude, that's so fucking good. It's so solid. Yeah. There's something to be said about all the production value of this film. Oh, yeah. We're probably going to get to that, so. Well, just hold it. We own it. So, you're going to take a sip when they go into the afterlife. Oh, when they build a door? In case of emergency, draw a door. When they build a door and they go into Oh, they the... draw a door and With... knock three times? Knock three times. Knock three times on the ceiling if you loan me. Yeah, and then he just knocked on the... Twice on the pipes. Ding, ding. If the answer is <laughs> no. no. Oh. Oh, my sweetness. <laughs> we almost did that movie for summertime. Really? That's a good one. Okay, sorry. Okay, next time. Sneak peek for next summer. So, yeah. Summer 2020. So, when they go to meet their 
<laughs> I almost said maker, but when they go and meet the, <laughs> their case holder, handler, lady. Juno, your Juno. case worker. Mm-hmm, her case worker. <laughs> and they go there a couple times. Um, you going to take a simp when Adam and Barbara try to be scary. Oh, my God. They okay. straight up start with sheets. <laughs> We're gold. They didn't start with sheets. They started with her fucking cutting his head off and holding That's it. Oh, in the closet, true. right? In the no. closet. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. the closet. And he pushes her aside and then they go into the office and she's holding yeah, it. They're all, so they really They really try. are scared they... and freaked out. But yeah. it's not because they can see Gina Davis. Mm-hmm. It's because the closet is so fucking small. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's small or that the fucking dad jumps out of them and scares them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they tried. So mm-hmm. all those count. So you're going to take a simp. When you see uh, Della's artwork, so all those Delia, Delia's, Delia. Uh-huh. When you see Delia's uh-huh. artwork, this is my art, and it is dangerous. Yes. <laughs> Do you think I want to die <laughs> like this? <laughs> when it pins her up, when they throw it on the table, when she shows them her Beetlejuice one, and she's like, "He likes it. He likes <laughs> it." <laughs> I love that her. one's the best. Yes. All those, you're going to take a simp. Okay. You also are going to take a simp when Beetlejuice does magic. <coughs> so this is him, you know, throwing his voice. Oh, uh, yeah. Changing things, stopping them, putting zippers on their mouths, transporting them somewhere else. All that shit, you're going to simp. Oh, damn. That's a lot. <laughs> now, does it count when he changes his clothes out of nowhere? I'm going to let that one pass. Okay. okay. You can do it if you want. You cannot do it if you want. Okay. But I'm talking about more magic. Okay. I get that. Costume changes are completely different. Yeah. So you going to finish I mean, it's it. quick. It is quick. Like, no, it's magic. Like, hey, it's, look, it's we magic. shop in the same place. He comes out. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he flies to him. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to finish your drink when Barbara and Adam die. Aww. Um. Stupid that dog fucking got him. Dog. <laughs> I was about to say him. that. <laughs> Little Benji looking dog. <laughs> You're going to finish your drink at the dinner party because this is them trying to scare him. Plus, it's Harry Belafonte songs. So it's like a double whammy. Let's finish your drink. Okay? So you going to finish your drink when Beetlejuice pulls out the ring. The ring! She means I gotta to hear. You, I, you know, I gotta hear somewhere, honey. I gotta hear. I'm somewhere. telling you, she meant she nothing, meant nothing to, me. to me. Nothing. <laughs> Do you guys have anything to add to the drinking game? I wonder if he's just improving at that point. He improved ninety percent of his lines. Oh, I believe it. So. Oh my God. Um, do I have anything to add to this? Do you have anything to add to this, Lenny? You really got all of them. I'm trying to think of anything that I would be like, oh my God, but. No, you got like all of them. I'm sorry, I'm getting good at those. I sleep and dream about it. <laughs> That's not true. The first time I watch it, I just watch it as like a fan. And then the second time I watch it, I start picking out things for the game. And it usually takes about like the third time for me to finish the game because I'll miss some things. Yeah. And if I can't think of anything, I start asking Jason. I'm like, Jason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Did you do one for when they go into like the desert with the desert worms? Ooh, I forgot to do that. Like one. every single time they open the doors. When to they when they try to try leave to the leave. house. Barbie, you don't know what's out there. You were gone for two hours. <laughs> what? Yeah. Gone for two seconds. You yeah. Know? I like when she punches the sandworm from Saturn. Yeah. Oh yeah. She would not care. Yes. But that's a good setup for the end. It is. Because they uh, respects. Yeah, other than that, I think you got it. I think you got it. I like your There's idea. probably a listener out there like, you got to add this in. I'm like, sorry, dude. We've been drinking. <laughs> we can't remember much at this point. I drink while I do these notes, too, so. <laughs> They're spelt wrong. I forget shit. <laughs> Is that why you pause every once in a while? <laughs> yeah. You can't read well, your own writing? I can't. Sometimes I can't read my own writing. Or I pause because I haven't read the note in a minute so i forgot what i've written down i try to highlight shits so it reminds me what this fact is about but it doesn't always work doesn't always work can i give you a fun fact before we start this movie sure about okay i just wanted to do it right now to get it out of the way you ready you know we're gonna do it again (laughs) yeah Deo, a.k.a. the Banana Boat Song, is an old dock worker song for the night shift in Jamaica. So they really did, like, sing a type, this version of a song. Some version of this song. Um, And so the workers on the Banana Boats, they would sing this song because it has, like, a nice, like, callback. You know, call and response. Sure, yeah. Kind of like the chain game. Yeah. You know? That's the sound of the man. Kickback. Working on, on the chain. chain. You know, it's kind of like that yeah. real nice Can little call. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that. So, okay. um, this is dates back to the late 19th century or early 20th century because that's when the trade of Jamaican uh, bananas became a thing in 1956. Okay. In 19, well, no, back then. So in 1956, Harry Belafonte, who is the singer that is on all these cool songs in this movie, came out with this song in 1956. And it became huge on the charts. And at one point, he was bigger than Elvis. Because you kind of bring this whole genre of music called Calypso music mm-hmm. um, to America, which Calypso music is Afrocentric. Uh, Caribbean music uh-huh. mm-hmm. so that's what like all his songs kind of have and the album that we played today that's over there yeah. is his first album called Calypso that does have the Deo Deo so that's I what we're it. listening to today it's so beautiful dude it was so good yeah and so the song is if you really listen to the words it's about you know working the night shift and the unloading bananas and you know you're you see the daylight coming I mean your shift is over you're telling the dude, like, hey, hey, Mr. Tallyman, you know, tally these fucking bananas. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to go man, home. Tally these bananas. Yeah. Daylight's come and I me want to go, go home. home. Or like my niece loves to say, we want to go home. <laughs> that's so cute. So that's a little bit about the song. I thought I would do it because it's so, like, you when you think of this song, a lot of times you think of this mm-hmm. movie. And it's probably my favorite scene in this movie. So. I love it. I have to say one more time, that was the cutest fucking video you sent oh me this morning. <laughs> so, people, if you're worried about Beetlejuice being too scary for your kids, I promise you it's not. not Zenobia sent me a picture of our nieces 
waking her up saying that they wanted to watch Beetlejuice. They wanted to watch it? They, they wanted, wanted to watch, song. in particular, the song, the song part. part. And so she recorded them dancing and singing to <laughs> so the banana cute. song. And in their just, little, like, Moana nightgowns. Yeah. <laughs> I had them, was like, what? They banged on the door. I'm like, what? They're like, damn! Because I promised them the night before because we kept singing the song. They love it. So, yeah. Damn! Yeah, damn! <laughs> we wanna go home. They are three and five years yes. old, uh, and they love it. They just love it. They're so cute. Beetlejuice is not scary. No, it's rated PG. <gasps> and by the way, it snuck by to get a PG rating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really good there one. There is an f bomb in this movie. Yeah. When they first see Beetlejuice, they go visit him, they dig him up and everything, and then they're like, I don't, Gina Davis is not having it, and she's like, home, 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 and he is getting ready to like, come on in, I'll fix you something to eat, hope yeah. you like Italian, mm-hmm. and uh, they disappear, he's like, hey, where'd you go? Oh, come on, and I'm just trying to cut a deal here, what do you want me to do? You're working with a professional here! And he kicks down the tree, he's like, you're working with a professional here! He grabs his nuts and he's like, nice fucking model. Yeah, because the tree fucking falls over. Uh huh. Somehow that made it past the MPAA. There is a couple movies that have made it past them. Okay. But okay. yeah. So they snuck one F bomb past the MPAA and got the PG rating somehow. Hell yeah. And he grabs himself. <laughs> and he grabs time. his nuts. I don't know he's why. like, nice fucking model. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how you did that. Got that shit back. I can't tell you how many times me and Joe rewound that shit as gay. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> All right. Mm. Let's start this motherfucking movie. You want to start this motherfucking movie? Yeah. All right. Eee. Let's start with our brilliant fucking director, Mr. Tim Burton. I've never heard of this guy. Uh, dude, uh, he is a... Uh, <laughs> L.A. native, uh, born and bred. I did find out. I didn't know that until... Born and raised in Compton. Compton. I didn't know that either. I'm just kidding. You was, was born was in Burbank. Like, I was like, it was Burbank. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it was not Compton, but yeah, I didn't know that. I until. almost believed you. I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> I get better as the drinks go on. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, yeah, Tim Burton, I love this. Well, he is one of my favorite directors. Yeah. Because he gets into that dark He's a side. weirdo. Yeah. He's that weird kid you want to, like, hang out with. You want to theorize with. Okay. You want to hear You want to do shrooms with, maybe. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> oh, I've definitely been on shrooms at, like, the Beetlejuice bar. Oh, my um, God. It's on Hate Street. It's called The Knock Knock. Oh, The Knock Knock, Oh, yes. my God. That, That's it, what it's called? It's called The Knock Knock, and it's all Beetlejuice style, like, art everywhere, painted everywhere, the chairs. How did they get away with that? Do they have to, like, pay Tim Burton or well, something? I, I well, don't it's not, think it's like, like, affiliate. It's just no. kind of, like, the decor. The decor. This bar actually... But they're making man- money off of the Beetlejuice, you know, right? Isn't that, That's kind the bar of. that was right under Joe, right? Yes. Yes, this is the bar that literally was under Joe's fucking... Oh, yeah, JoJo. <laughs> oh, this What's is up, in Frisco or this is in L.A.? No, this is in Frisco. Damn it. Okay. So well, Maybe when we go up to Frisco again. You guys ready for a fun fact? Give me that fun fact Captain one time. Give me. Burton. If you guys don't know who this guy is for real... Dude. I don't know how you even... Are into movies. Yeah. There's just some directors... And producers that you just need to know about. And mm-hmm. he is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tim Burton, he grew up 
drawing like strange and unusual cartoons. You know, kind of like what I feel like he's kind of like Lydia because she is strange and unusual. She is mm-hmm. strange and unusual. And dark. And dark, mm-hmm. you know, and very moody. No one loves me, I'm alone. So uh, he would draw these cartoons, and some of these cartoons inspired characters that we end up seeing, like characters from Nightmare uh, Before Christmas, mm. Edward Scissorhands, and Frank and Weenie. Frank and Weenie. But if you don't know about Frank Ermini, you guys need to find it because it's one of his first uh, stop motion movies. Uh-huh. And it is so it's good. Really and good. it's so sweet and it's fun. And I love that one. So he was a dark and moody like kid. He also said that his parents told him that like by the age of three, they knew that he was different because he loved monsters. And really? And horror movies. And that's kind of why I think that like his movie, Ed Wood, is like uh-huh. a love letter to like those old time horror movies that he probably like grew up watching. That's kind of what I see. I have see. you ever seen Edward? I have not. I it's on the list because I know that um, what's his name Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp did a hell of a job, and Martin Landau won the Oscar it, for Edward. Very, very cool. And if you ever just watch like maybe like the Draculas or like the old Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And you kind of like, oh, those are cheesy and dumb. You should watch this because it will give you a new appreciation for... If we didn't have those movies, we would have none of these movies we talked about this month. Like, yeah. none of them would happen without these old-time movies. And yeah. Ed Wood loved that and found that and was like, I want to. All right, I got to take a look at this. You I, I know it's that based he on was, a true like, story. influenced a lot by, like, Vincent Price for some reason. Yeah. Like, he was really into his movies when he was growing up and stuff. Well, Vincent Price he is, like, the, you know, he has that spooky voice, and he's done all those, like, you know, mm-hmm. what was the House on a Haunted Hill and all those <laughs> things. Did the, did the, uh, oh, no. well, he did the Thriller. Yo, he's weirdos. the dude talking on Thriller. That's Darkness Vincent Price. creeps across the land. I mean, that's the midnight hour is close at hand. hand. Creatures crawl from every blood to terrorize <laughs> y'all's neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. And whosoever shall be found without, without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and, and rot, rot inside a corpse's shell. I'm gonna take it to you now. Ooh, ooh, thriller night. Thriller all night. Okay, so let's get back to Tim Burton. Who? Tim Burton. So, born and raised in Brooklyn. Just kidding, Burbank. Burbank. Uh, and he went to Cal Arts, which a lot of very uh, prominent filmmakers went to. Uh, and of course, right after that, got a job at Disney. Yeah. He was a cartoonist for Disney for a while. Until, of course, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> well, I like Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I do, too. I thought it was a great yeah, fucking movie. Oh, I've always loved it. Yeah. I really, I mean, I grew up watching the Pee-wee and his bicycle. Uh, okay. Oh, but the yeah, second one. the second one. Uh, what is it called? Um, I don't know. That's the one I watched mostly. Oh no! Really? I did his big adventure. You didn't watch the one with Dottie. Yeah. 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 Dottie. <laughs> well, Tim Burton. Uh, She's in it, right? Yeah. 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 
Tim Burton. That's he Pee-wee's loved, Big Adventure. Yeah, I think that you're thinking. Uh, is it the same movie? It's the same movie. It's because they steal his bike. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. The, they the steal point. his bike, and he's on a quest yes, to yes, 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 find yes. his bike. Yeah. Okay. And, and I have seen like it. Dottie's got a crush on him, yeah. but like she's, yeah. he's not having it, which no. I don't get because Dottie's adorable. She she's is, so yeah, cute. she's super cute. Mm-hmm. And then there's the big lumberjack guy. Uh huh. There's Large Marge. Mm-hmm, Large there's Marge. There's the dude that. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, 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 he goes dun, in the bar. Dun, dun. And like he has the chains. Boom. We need to do that. Tequila. What are we drinking? Tequila. If you could find a. Never mind. I'm not even going to say it. We got hairy pussies. We got fat pussies. Oh my god, don't say it. Sweaty pussies. If you can find a better pussy, fuck it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. That's amazing. From Dust Is that Dawn. in the movie? Yeah, from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, okay. We should have did that one. Because that's what that's che- Cheech is. And he's like getting everybody. It's called the Titty Twister in the Bar. That I regret telling you to say it. And he- <laughs> That's why I said never mind, never mind. Well, I thought of it because they, the only thing they have in that bar is like tequila. Like that's yeah. it. that's the only thing that's you can drink. drink. We don't have no beer here. Just pretty tequila. much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Even What's the tequila, it's like beer. beer. Yeah. <laughs> Even the kids had to like drink tequila. So like, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. But then I started thinking of the. Oh, that movie's so good too. Anyway, sorry. If you find a better pussy, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> oh my god! I like you threw that out there. That was amazing. Thank you. It's amazing. <laughs> Can I give you a fun fact? Give me a fun fact, please. <laughs> okay, so not only did this uh, guy love to draw, he um, carries around a sketchbook in watercolors pretty much everywhere he goes. Really? This day. Interesting. I really like that. Mm-hmm. I thought you would. I saw that. I was like, that's Helen. If she could. I love watercolors. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tim Burton, call me. He walks around every day. He's single. Oh, he's yeah. single again? Yeah. My goodness. I'm getting hot. Speaking of his love life, uh, did you guys know that the girl that got sawed in half when Beetlejuice is like rubbing her leg? She's like, hey. That's his girlfriend's leg. Yeah. yeah. Really? Tim Burton put his girlfriend's legs on the couch. And he was like. Well, his girlfriend at the time, at the, at time. the time, and that's who uh, Michael Keaton is rubbing the legs. Oh out. my god! Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, just rub down my girl." <laughs> it's not weird. He's like, Didn't see you soon there. Did anybody tell yeah. you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, did anybody ever tell you that you have a legs for movies? You know, because all you ever see is her legs. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid dad jokes. Um, what is your favorite? No, I appreciate it. T- you know what? There's so many good movies that Tim Burton has made. From this to... I love his Batmans. Oh, yeah. Yes. Dude. They're like my favorites. Like, we were talking about this earlier. Michael mm-hmm. Keaton is Batman. Hey. Nothing against Christian I'm Bale. Batman. I am Batman. I'm Batman. No, hey. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. No, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> I am Batman. <laughs> he is my favorite Batman. He's my favorite Batman, too. I mean... Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? I don't know. It's just 
Something I like to say before I kill somebody. <laughs> what? <laughs> some fucked up. I used to think that was some fucked up shit to say to somebody before they. Were to die. I know. <laughs> oh, those so, are good. um, I wonder. This is where Michael Keaton and Tim Burton met was uh, for Beetlejuice. Yes. And so they did have a meeting. And at first, Michael Keaton didn't know what the fuck Tim Burton was talking about. <laughs> he said something But he like, liked him. Yeah. That was the thing. He liked Tim Burton. He thought he was very creative. He thought he had a great idea. Mm-hmm. He just didn't get it. He didn't understand what Tim Burton was trying to explain to him. Exactly. I mean, it comes out. I mean, if, if this has never been heard before. Sure. Yeah, he said something like, you know... I can't even remember how you described him, but he described him like the weirdest, vaguest way that you'd be like... Yeah, he's like, he okay. lives in like... <laughs> okay. This person lives in all times or something like that. Oh, that's like what he's that. like. He lives in every times and no times. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Some weird deep shit. So how do you flesh that out? Exactly. You know? <laughs> well, I think it kind of shows in his monologue of what's your credentials. And uh, he names all the things that he oh, did. Oh, I love it. Ah, well. Ah, well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. You know, it was kind of like, you know, he has lived through so much, and he's still fucking here. Mm. By the way, um, everything that he says, minus the plague, I would assume, is really my cookie. (laughs) Did he attend Juilliard? (laughs) <laughs> I think believe so. I believe so. Huh. <laughs> well, I attended Juilliard. Yeah. I have a business degree from Harvard. He said I travel office. quite extensively. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier, funnier every, every single, single time, time I see it. it. Not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like you said, he didn't want to do this movie. Till he met with him, and then he saw Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and he was like, "I kind of get this guy." Yeah, he's a little offbeat, but he's he's a great artist. And he locked down yeah. for what three movies with this dude? Did he really? I mean, he did the Batman two. and Batman Returns, and this, and one, this huh? one, yeah. Um, but apparently, like, he didn't get it after the first one, so they had like a second meeting because he did like Tim Burton, mm. uh, and he wanted to like feel this out a little better. Okay. After that is when he is like. I may have some ideas. Let me see what I can come up with sort of thing. And that's when he started, like, trying to create a character right. and trying to find wardrobe and trying to do, like, the hair and everything like that. Yeah. Michael and Keaton did come up with a lot of that was the jumping off point. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Your boy's got work in the morning. Oh, that's right. He did. <laughs> have to, get to tell you guys, we are, are being adult and we're not as late as normal doing uh-huh. this show. We're being responsible. Being it's responsible. only 11 o'clock. Ooh, <laughs> early birds. Okay, so are you ready for a fun fact about sure. Tim Burton? That's kind of weird and funny. How long so, are you going to carry that note? <laughs> <laughs> so Tim Burton, he loves Sammy Davis Jr. Mm. He loves him so much that he wanted him to play Beetlejuice. That's right. Studio was like, uh uh-uh. uh. And Sammy Davis Jr. was like, motherfucker, I'm old as fuck. What you want me to do? Uh uh-uh. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Yeah. So his love for Sammy Davis Jr. goes beyond that. He has a full life size wax figure made of Sammy Davis Jr. 
in his house. No shit. Okay. <laughs> and it is hilarious because he scared one of his kids' friends to death, pretty much. Like, this kid ran home and was like, Mommy, Daddy, they have a, 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 a dead black man on their couch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's sitting on the couch. Oh, my God. That's t- Actually, I would be terrified. I would be terrified. Oh, my God. Never mind. Don't call me. Oh, oh my head hurts. My head hurts because it's so funny you to me. You still want to call you. Yeah. I do. I don't care. I want to see it. It's kind of cool. That's Really Sammy cool. Davis Jr. Wow. Scared this little white boy who thinks he's like, oh, my dad. It's a dead black guy on fucking Burton's house. I went to Miss, the Burton's house, and his dad, Mr. Burton, had a fucking Mr. old ass. Burton? Well, they're kids. I, I know, don't know. No, I love it. I hope they're respectful like that. Call your elders Mr. and Mrs. I saw your mother and father today and called them Mr. and Mrs. She Bracey. sure did. She and sure did. Yeah, and her, Mrs. Bracey's eyes just lit up when I said it. She was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, I love you. I love her so much. I'm sorry. I'm Mr. Mom, Burton. I go with the whole mom and dad feel. That's what I do. Because I just, you know, if you're my friend's parents, you know, you're my parents too. Yeah. I'm going to go to your funeral when you die because, you know. Damn. What? That was a different avenue. Well, I'm just saying, I mean... Well, we are talking about the dead. We are talking, we are about, talking about the dead. And unfortunately, I have had to go to uh, quite a few... Some funerals. So few of my friends' parents. And, you know, we're at that stage where there's babies, weddings, and funerals. So. Yeah. Yeah. We've reached that age so where they many babies. start taking rather than giving. Or you Life, could, that is. You mm-hmm. could just make a wax figure of me and put me on your motherfucking couch. <laughs> I promise you I will do that. Please. Yeah, I will do that for you. Please. And then put, like, have my fingers so, like, like you can put a joint in it. Oh, my God. Wrapper. We didn't get a blunt wrapper. We'll take a walk we'll after this. Over. Never okay. mind. Hey, cut that out. Oh, <laughs> I do not want to go to work tomorrow. No, don't go, cops. We have the no, day I off. Can't. I can't. <laughs> and we're going to go. We're going to go to the beach. We're going to go to the beach. Word. We got a cute little Airbnb for the night, yeah. too. We're going to have a good I, I miss my girl. I haven't seen her in like a year and a half, two I'm years. I'm off at 7.30. Come party with us. Yeah. We got it in Jefferson Park. Oh. Y'all heard that right here. Uh, <laughs> party at our place tonight, tomorrow night. They won't yeah, this, this episode doesn't week. drop till next Wednesday. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> party a week ago. <laughs> About a week it, ago. <laughs> okay, so um, I got another Tim Burton fun fact. What you got? So... <laughs> Tim Burton feared that the deal would not go over well with the audience. What? Because he didn't think it was funny. What? I think it's funny. I mean, this movie didn't start off as a comedy. It started off as a straight up horror. Oh my God, do you want that fag right now or what? Okay, wait, hold on. Let me finish this one. So he didn't think it was funny, but like, how wrong was he? Because it is like literally the iconic scene. It's honestly, it's it's like a beautiful. Like you don't watch Beetlejuice and not think of that movie. Yeah, that that scene. That's what I'm saying. It is the when they show clips from this movie. That's always in. That's always one of the clips they show. Uh huh. So uh, the writer of this, Michael McDowell, McDowell, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I wish. I wish. McDowell, right? M C D O W L L. McDowell. McDowell. That's what I said. Yes. <laughs> I correctly. Michael McDowell. They're yeah. McDonald's. Where? I'm 
McDowell. <laughs> they have the golden arch. We Mine have the golden, the golden arches. arches. Or arcs? Is that yeah, what it is? arcs. Okay, so um, he wrote this movie, and it was a lot darker. Uh-huh. So Beetlejuice, he was supposed to rape Lydia. Oh, Whoa. my God. So <laughs> I'm sorry. And then kill her. And yeah, kill the thing. family and stuff. And Beetlejuice, he looked different, too. Like, he was supposed to be, like, a Middle Eastern man. Uh-huh. And it was, like, more of, like, some reckless spirit kind of dude raping and killing. And uh, Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we decided to you lighten the mood. So something yeah. to, I don't know, it could have been a great-ass. Horror. horror. That would have been more horror. horror. movie, yeah. You that would have been more horror. You probably it's wouldn't like it, but we might like fuck. it. Yeah, we might like it. Like, yeah, that shit was cool. I mean, I don't, I'm, I I think that Beetlejuice is perfection. I Please do it. not remake it, anyone that's listening. Um, it's perfect. It's in all its entirety. What I'm about glad. a sequel? No. Really? There's a Broadway show now. There is, and I and totally forgot to write that down. A friend is. actually has seen it and said it was phenomenal. I'm sure. I saw a song or two from it. Mm-hmm. They actually said it's it's a pretty good, because, you know, Broadway's going through that whole, like, doing yeah. a lot of remakes, doing a lot of movies to Broadway shows, and this one actually holds up. And I think it looks amazing. I mean, I've only seen the stage, and it looks incredible. I'm well, about to break your heart. It has been announced that Beetlejuice 2 is being made. There, I don't know if there's it's, a script. However, they've been trying to make it since Beetlejuice. Is Keaton coming back? It has held a spot okay. on IMDb. So him and Renata Wider <laughs> and Tim Burton have talked about it. But there was, at one point, supposed to be a sequel. Okay. Called Beetlejuice Goes to Hawaii. Oh, no. <laughs> it's supposed to come out in 1990. I heard and about And it was supposed shit. to be like he ends up being... Stuck in like a hotel that they end up buying in Yeah, the Deets Hawaii. is by a hotel or some shit in Hawaii. Oh god. And then Oh my god. <laughs> and they that. get him to come to like, you know, they better get Catherine O'Hara to come back demons. too. Absolutely. Right. Delia Deets has to be there. Delia she, she has to. She has to. She's gotta have the glove across. Oh. <laughs> yes. Um another thing is that the studio wanted to name this movie House Ghost. That's stupid. Yeah, Tim Burton thought it was too. So jokingly, he suggested that it be called Scared Sheetless. Uh, uh. <laughs> no reaction from Jason, but I got a slight chuckle uh, from Ellen. I, I didn't, I didn't I make it say, up. I gotta to say. be honest with you, I kind of like it. I think it's very funny and like tongue-in-cheek punny. But it kind of reminds me of like Shit's Creek. Yeah. Well, I mean, but Shits, that's, Shits Creek is clever, though. You mean that show that Catherine O'Hara is on right yes. now? Yes. <laughs> and I feel like their characters is the same character. Nice. No. no I haven't I know, seen the show. No, I don't think that they're, like, literally the same character. I mean, I could make a fake backstory. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, her and What's-His-Face get a divorce and she marries... Um, Johnny Rose. Johnny Rose. Baby. And she becomes an actress instead of an artist. That's how she shows her art. Now she's in Shit's Creek. Hmm. I could do that. But I do think that she drew a lot from the I'm loving your little fan fiction over like here. It? Oh, my God. Like- Dan, Dan Lovey, are you listening? This Hello. is amazing. Hello, spinoff. <laughs> Please let me be on The it. secret life of Moira Rose. Please. Maura. Moira. David. David. 
David. No fucking idea what please you guys are talking about. Yeah, please Netflix. watch it. It's, it's so amazing. Funny. Everyone listening, go watch Shit's Creek. You'll feel, you'll see the final season. Yeah. It's How incredible. did they get away with naming a show Shit's Creek? Up Shit's Creek. Because uh. it's not spelt like shit. I know. That's how you get it. S-C-H-I-T-T-S. You have to show the name. But that's not just like, because the pun is just so good in that. Plus, it's named after like a family who founded the town. Yeah. Anyway. Roland Shit. Name and shit. <laughs> that's his name. No, his name is Roland Shit. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good, good. <laughs> it wasn't Wait. me. It wasn't it you wasn't this time. <laughs> it wasn't oh, me. wow. I only say that because I literally drop shit it's all the time. Always that is her. why I have two pins because I drop a pin that's all the time. That's why we're best friends. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Well, best friend, I got a fun fact for you. I also have a question. Question. Did Tim Burton direct Big Fish? Big Fish. Lou McGregor. No, I, I know what movie we're talking about. Yeah. Did he, he did, right? Yeah. Sorry, it was plugging my mind. I couldn't remember. It's, he either directed it or produced it. Or but produced it, it. it is I think he might his, have produced it. It is one of his movies. So. Cause it, yeah. Okay, never mind. Sorry. He did direct it. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love that Big movie. Fish. I love. Have you seen Big Fish? I have not. <gasps> it's more of a matured fantasy film for him. Oh my god! Okay. I, I have to put that on the list because it is kind of. It's really different from him because it's not as dark as his no. regular stuff. Okay. But it's like you fall in love with the fantasy of this it's movie. It's so immediately. You're like, oh my god, this is the best story ever. It's, it's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> the best story. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to put, put that on. Add it to the list. Put it on the list. All right, list. well, can we dive into this cast? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It is about that time. Uh, oh, shit. Nice. Excuse me. Beetlejuice lives. <laughs> Just a little evil trying to get out. <laughs> so, first thing, first person we're going to talk about is Miss Juno. Are you Juno, our caseworker? Yes, I evaluate individual cases and determine if help is needed. Oh my god, yes. Dude. So, Juno is played by Sylvia Sidney. Yes. Look at how oh, yeah. beautiful I can't she remember was. what movie I've seen her in at that age, though. This woman. Oh, wow. Absolutely stunning. Yeah, stunning. Look at those eyes and cheeks. I know, she has such high cheekbones. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Sylvia started her acting career at 15 years old in, like, the theater game and stuff the like theater. that. She started becoming a professional actress at 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and after, she was born in uh, New York, Brooklyn, I believe. What, what, Brooklyn? Brooklyn stands <laughs> up. And, yeah, she was just, she always wanted to be an actress. So, she, after theater started to, I guess... Jobs started mm-hmm. to die down a little bit. She moved to Colorado where she started working with this stock company until she finally started making her way into movies and stuff. But she has 110 credits wow. uh, over the course of like 60 or 70 years. She passed away in 1999. She was born in 1910. Wow. So she did live a very long life. It's a good life. And yeah, she's absolutely wonderful actress. She, like, got to be in the golden era of uh-huh. Hollywood. Yeah. Wow. When Tinseltown and all that stuff was... They say it was better back then, but at the same time, who knows? Yeah, to be honest. Because for, for an actor, 
you know, you were owned by the studio. Exactly. You know, you were also trained by the studio, yeah. which is amazing because you got scene lessons, you got dance lessons, you got horse riding lessons, you got stage combat lessons, you know, all of this stuff they taught you. You got a weekly it's, check. Mm-hmm. They like you did invest. get a weekly check. Weekly check. Reliable income yeah. for mm-hmm. an actor yeah. is unheard of these days. Yeah, it's true. You know? Yeah. Whether you're working or not, you got a check. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they owned you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You didn't get to pick what you wanted. Yeah. Her last project was Fantasy Island in 1998. Oh my god, she's in Mars Attacks? She's in <gasps> I love Mars, Mars Attacks. Attacks. She plays Grandma Florence. Wait! Oh, she's she the does! One, she's, she's the in... donut lady! She's not the young lady, the grandma he goes and saves? Mm-hmm. Grandma oh, Florence Norris? Florence. Ooh. And yeah. Damn, I never put that together. <laughs> and she lives right by the donut shop. Remember the yeah. donut? Oh, that's right. That's right. I mean, Mars Attacks is Tim Burton's movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he has a tendency of casting he the same people, people over and over again. I just didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. Like Catherine O'Hara, like um, Sylvia, like Johnny Depp, obviously, and Michael Winona Ryder, and Michael Keaton. You know, what's his baby woman name? Helena Bowman Carter. Yep. That was really fast. I 100 respect and love that woman. Me too. I see. She's one of, she's honestly one of my favorite contemporary actresses. You gotta fight club it up. I can't wait. (laughs) Oh my God, fight club. Yes. Hey, wait, first rule. Winona Ryder actually was considered for that role. (gasps) Interesting, right? Oh, I could have seen that. I could see that. Winona Ryder. I know, right? This is our second time talking about her. I want a picture of her and like a locket to wear around my neck. I love her so much. I will find that for you, baby girl. Thanks, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just wanted to shine some light on Sylvia before we start diving into the main cast. Uh, She was really, really great. She has a very small part in this movie, but super great. Biggest, highest, like comedic relief for sure. Mm -hmm. Like she's very subtle. Like I love it when she's like, "How'd you figure that out?" He's like, "Coach, a coach." I don't think we made it out of that crash. How'd you guess? How'd you guess? Like, so what's like the the hours here? You know, where's the bathroom? Where's curfew? She's like, "I'm not your coach." She's just hilarious. He survived. Yeah, he survived. (laughs) Yeah, she was awesome. She did a great job. So this is a very small cast. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's hit it and quit it. We're going to start with the main cast because that's all we got. We got Otho <laughs> coming up. Mr. Glenn Shaddix. Oh, man. Otho is a pretentious prick, art designer, mm-hmm. art decorator, or whatever you want to call him, who knows just as much about the supernatural as he does about interior design. I can only do so much. What are you going to do, Otho? Viciously rearrange their environment? I know just as much about the supernatural as I do about interior design. <laughs> I mean, yes, Which according to him, yes. Yeah, exactly. We you, don't need them. We have Otho. Yes. Otho. I mean, he did do what he did, though. He, he, did. he, he, he conjured, stole a book. He conjures something, though. He conjures them to, like, decease them. Yeah. Like, I mean, he, got, he did something. He did something. He does. He damn near sent them to uh, the Lost Souls room, basically. Oh, that's, that's where they right. would have ended up. Oh, I didn't even think of that. You're right. Yeah. When they open that window, she said, yeah. and they're like, that's the Lost Souls room. That's death for the dead. When they get you know, exercise. When they get exercise, exactly. 
Dang. Yeah, you don't want no. So that's where they would have ended up if they would have completed whatever the hell Otho was doing to him. A little ritual. Um, You know what I think of him when I think of? I put a spell on you, and he's like, "Kitchy, kitchy, yeah, yeah, da, da." <laughs> First friends, you guys. One of my favorite episodes is the Halloween one where they go and they're trying to do a séance to uh, contact Trevor, right. and they go to see him oh in the cemetery, God. and they put like a, a curse on the family, on him oh and the family because everything. I forgot he was in that episode. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh my God, you gotta go and like make it right." And Carlton kept going, "Go." Hurry! Because he's like trying to get us. Uh-huh. He's Macaulay Culkin. I love that fucking episode. You know, I, I watch every episode of that fucking show. <laughs> but that is what I always think of him, other than this. Yeah, yeah because he does like say some shit to Will. And then yeah, he, Will he responds, puts his face like, like, Kitchy, kitchy, ya, yeah, yeah, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. I'm going to figure out we're watching that one. <laughs> Tonight. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, like uh, I was saying earlier, Tim Burton has a tendency of casting the same people in his movies. He is also the voice of the mayor in Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas. Like, you hear it every time. It's like, Jack! Come home! (laughs) Where are you, Jack? (laughs) He switches heads. Uh. Yeah, you could definitely tell it's him. And and he makes a great mayor. I loved him as a mayor. Mm -hmm. Uh, same time that he was doing this movie, he was also working with Monona Ryder on Heathers. Heathers! Oh, shut up, girl. Get out of my head. Can y'all get out of each other's brains? Yeah. I can't. Take your shoes off when you walk around in my head, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, I love him. He plays the uh, minister that holds over all the funerals in oh, Heathers. God. So we have briefly talked about him in Heathers, and he does a great job in this movie. He really does. Thing confused me. This motherfucker comes through the window. And he's like, why don't you come through the door? And he says, because it's bad luck. What does that mean? I have no idea. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. He's a weirdo. Coming in through the door? Is he not like a vampire and was not invited in? You see? Okay, you know how we, when we were introduced to him climbing through the window. And he's ripping down like the, you know? Yeah. And he like rips down the curtains and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. And Maybe he, goes, he was just trying to be unconventional. she's like, Arthur. And they're like, what? And he's like, why did you just use the door? Because it's bad luck. You're like, what? I the guess f- when you first enter a new home or something. I don't know. If you ever, <laughs> I've never heard that. Thing. I want you That's to break into my house. fucking things. If I move into somewhere, I need you to break in <laughs> the first time you come to my house. That's not the first time I've crawled through a window either. I used to crawl through the, her window I'm in her kitchen <laughs> in San Francisco all the time. I'm yeah. gonna leave that shit alone. <laughs> Instead of knocking on the door downstairs, I would climb up. Climb the whole banister. (laughs) The stoop from the next door neighbors. Shimmy up the patio (laughs) and claw and knock on my window. It was easier than them having to walk downstairs. That's true. Are you sure? It was because there was nothing downstairs. (laughs) Downstairs was like another, like a small apartment. And then their whole apartment was just literally you had to go up a flight of stairs. So it just works out better. I see. Can I give you a... Fun fact on Otho? Yes. Sure. He says a line in this movie that kind of opens up your mind to what the afterlife is like. So he says that people who commit suicide end up at civil service in the afterlife. Uh Uh-huh. And we can see this because when we go to the afterlife, the lady who 
helps him out the window who's all snappy at them. She says, if I knew what I, if I knew then, then what, what I, I knew know now, now, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't have, have had, had my, my little accident. accident. So she's stuck mm-hmm. serving because she killed herself. Plus, uh, what was the old lady's name? Their case? Uh, Juno. Juno? You can notice that she slit her throat. Well, she smokes her cigarette. She smokes her cigarette through it, smokes coming out of it, because she killed herself. Yeah. All the people that help them through the office have hung themselves, and they're hanging from the hanging, hung, going through the office. Now they're in servitude. Yeah, Yeah. so when you kill yourself... And anyway, look, there's no mirrors on this side. His doesn't make sense. So yeah. what did he, like, have his Jump car? in front of a car. I was thinking. Oh. I didn't think of that. I was yeah. like, what? Is, how the fuck did you get smashed and that's yeah. you killing yourself? Yeah. That makes sense. Or, or jumping off a building. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But I think I, I would think go he with jumped car in front of for, a uh, yeah. van like or a bus or flattened. something like that. So you can go through the little, He's got some like, tire marks all over him. He's like, thanks, I've been feeling a little flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's our next cast? Next cast. Oh, wait, I have one cast. more fun, fun fact. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, he passed away um, in 2000. Oh, my gosh. He's dead? Yeah. In 10, yeah. Oh, I'm not quite yeah. sure what he passed away from. But it doesn't really say. Yeah, nothing really kind of told me what he passed away from, but they did play uh, Deo as the last song at his funeral. Oh, yeah. wait. Deo. Daylight's come and we wanna go home. And he went home. He sure went home. So yeah, I thought Aww, that was a cool. R.I.P. R.I.P. So good actor. Yes, yeah. he was. Kitchy, kitchy, ya ya da da. You're putting that on for us tonight. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I can figure out what season because I have most of the seasons. I on know my she has them all on her computer. I think it's like season two I feel or three. Like they're in the. They're in the pool house, so it's probably three. It's like two or three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I said, this is a very small cast because we're already talking about Catherine O'Hara. Open this door, you dead people, or we'll bust it down and we'll drag you out by the ropes you hanged yourself with. Oh, God, my queen. I love her. Mora? Mora? I mean, I, I mean, need you to watch this show. Shit's Creek. I mean, Christopher Guest, though. Put Any it on the character. List. She is done with Christopher Guest. Everyone loves a terrier. Oh my god. What? <laughs> in Best in, in show? show? Oh. Her and Eugene Levy play. Eugene Levy. Oh. He has they have known each other for many, many years. They are best years. friends. They're they, chemistry, so and they play husband and wife on Shits Creek. Okay. Alongside uh his son. Yeah, they're the they're a writing duo. Well, I mean Dan did most of the writing, but Eugene is like a producer. Yeah. Dan okay. Levy, his son, is... It's a family affair. His daughter's in it, too. It's That's his daughter? Ta- uh, not um, not the sister. It's um, the girl in the cafe, Tropical. That's his daughter? Yeah, Twyla. Twyla? Mm-hmm. I did not Wait a minute. Her name's Twyla. Yeah, in the, in the show, her name is Twyla. She's the sweetest lady. She works at oh, the cafe. Oh, she's so cute. Okay. Anyways, Shit's Creek is another podcast altogether. Yeah, I'm sorry. We need, <laughs> me and Helen are doing our side podcast called... Shit. We're we're uh, floating down Shit's Creek. <laughs> on our way down Shit's Creek. I'm working on the name. It's, it's Shit- downwind Shit's Creek. Ooh, it's downwind. <laughs> downwind Shit's Creek. Catherine O'Hara. It's a working title. <laughs> it's, a, it's a working title. But I think downwind Shit's Creek is good. the winner. <laughs> That's a good one. Thanks. Okay. Well, this may very well be Catherine O'Hara's breakout role. 
Because um, Home Alone was right after it. Home Alone was right after it. Kevin! Yeah. Kevin! <laughs> Which is one of the, my favorite things in this. Dude, you know that Macaulay Culkin still calls her mom? Oh, I would too. I, would I too. heard a story. Uh, I don't remember what interview it was. It may have been when he was on Joe Rogan or something like that. But Macaulay Culkin was talking about how he hadn't seen Catherine O'Hara in many, many years, pretty much since Home Alone was Two. done. Mm-hmm. And he saw her at this event, and the first thing he said was, Mom? And she still calls him her son. Did she call like him this, Kevin? Kevin! Kevin! No, she called him son. No, Your fuck son. no. His name is Kevin. My it is son. Kevin. Yeah. I'm going to call him Kevin. You call but him mom, I'm calling you Kevin. Macaulay Culkin still calls her mom to this She's day. She's an awesome mom. She was an awesome mom. She was going... She was like, Look. She would do anything to get back to him. Every mm-hmm. time. Every time. To Every get, She got back to time. him. She could have just waited and literally been 10 minutes later. But she was like, I got to go. If I could be 10 minutes before you guys. Got to get I to would. my kid. Yeah. Yeah. They really did have a special relationship. You like, ever heard of as them? big as that family was, it was always her and Kevin. Yeah. They ever, treated him like shit. They did. Fucking uh, Bud. Bud. Buzz. I just Buzz. Love Buzz. Buzz. I just saw him. I wouldn't him let and... you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I yeah, if I, I just... sleep upstairs with Fuller, he wets the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I th- just saw him in uh, Little Monsters. He's little the bully monster. in it. I, I put it up for my nieces. You never seen Little Monsters? No. Fred didn't... Savage, yo. Yeah. Oh, I, sorry. Never mind. I was thinking of the new Hulu with uh, Lupe. Oh. Oh, Lupita. no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Sorry. Lupita Nyong'o? Yeah. Yes. She's on a new Hulu film. It's a horror film. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was called yet. Little Monsters. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, if it is, it's. I'm talking about the 1980s Little Monsters. No, I'm, no yeah, 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 yeah. That's what but, I love her. This mm-hmm. bitch... Is best in motherfucking show. Uh-huh. She also appeared in Frank and Weenie. Yes, she did. Uh-huh. Uh, a Mighty Wind. I love her I in love A Mighty it. Wind. <laughs> Have you ever seen that one? There's a kiss no. at it's, the end. Uh, by the same person who did. Uh, Chris Guest. Yeah, Chris Guest who did Best in Show. So it's kind of like one of those mockumentaries. Okay. And but it's like mockumentaries about a bunch of like really weird old folk singers like getting back together for like a festival it's very funny and you get to hear her sing she has, she has a lovely voice well okay. no her and eugene do a couple of duets in, mm-hmm. in the guests christopher guest film genre no. on schitt's creek she does no. yeah no on schitt's creek. well schitt's creek isn't a christopher day for christopher guest no that's just a tv show. show oh okay that's a levy project yeah i got you okay the, the levies the levies so apparently she's in the new adams family movie Oh, the yes. animation? Yeah, which I really want to see. She plays Grandma Frump. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. There's a lot about... I mean, it's an animation. Adam's, Adam's Family. And if you go back and listen to our Adam's Family episode, you'll learn a lot more about their history because they started out as a comic strip back in like the 40s mm-hmm. think, or the 50s. And then they became a TV show. And then they became the 90s movies that we see. And so the comic... The movie that we see now, the animated movie... They look a lot more like what their comic book, not comic book, comic strip personas look like. So I got you. They, they look like their original selves. I was and just really excited, but I thought that it was going to be a live action. I know you did. And now that it's not. I'm still going to see it, though. Okay. It looks super cute. 
Uh, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm so excited. It looks super cute. Well, Nick Kroll's in it as Fester. Snoop Dogg's in it as uh, Cousin It. Yeah, he's Cousin It. <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. For and I don't know if that's what he sounds like, but I hope so. I have no idea. Um, so something I learned today, Catherine O'Hare met her husband on this project. She sure did. He I was a production designer. He sure was. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. He was uh, filling her, and I guess she was like kind of flirting with him. And, and and Tim Burton was the one who was like, um, like t- towards the end of shooting, was like, dude, you should ask her out. Oh. And he said, like, I never thought that I was allowed to like talk to the actors, let them know, and ask them out. Uh-huh. But Tim Burton said I could, and the director said I, I should. I should. And so they like dated for a long time and they're still married. Yeah. His name is Bo Welch. They have two kids together. Yeah. I love that story. Oh my God, look at her tear up. <laughs> you see why I love her? She's just so. I'm a hopeless romantic. She is, and I'm not. And so I like to see her get all misty eyes about it because it's <laughs> like really I'm doing cute. it. Yeah, they're You're cute. You're legitimately. I told you. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Man, okay. <laughs> do you guys want to hear? Okay, I know that I'm gonna cliff note this really quick. I don't know. Oh no, I think I already told you about it. Tell me again. The I don't slap know. bet. Did what? we talk about slap no. bet on one of the episodes? No. <laughs> okay, cliff notes and real it quick. Sounds like Lenny doesn't want to talk about it. Oh no, this. It's too good of a story not to go talk for about. it. Go for okay, it. Okay, cliff for notes. It. All right, so our friend Caitlin, who was from Canada, she was moving out of San Francisco, so we had one more night. Partying and we partied our asses off at what, what bar? Specs. Was that Specs? Mm-hmm. The postcard. Oh, we were bar. at Specs and the other one. What's the other one? Vesuvio. Vesuvio. She got so drunk. She- okay, so I got drunk and then we went out to this very, very awesome ass alleyway with beautiful murals and shit like that. It's on Kerouac Street. Yes. And so we sat there and we were smoking and I coughed so much that I threw up and I projectile Whoa. vomited. No, but she projectile vomited straight ramen. Oh, yeah, and it was, and it of was, all the things to throw and up. And it was fully it's college. Formed. It's college life, yo. We, I ate that before we went out. Yeah, <laughs> but like ramen, like that's the stuff you throw up and then all of a sudden there's like a string yeah. that's stuck and you gotta like pull it out. Anyway. Oh my God, you just grossed me out. Anyway, so uh, I'm thirsty we now. sat there. <laughs> We sat there, we were all talking about, like, the last time we threw up or whatever, and everyone was like, you've never thrown up, and blah, 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 Vomit blah. free since 93. Since 93? Mm-hmm. Well, so we all made a, a slap bet. There was four of us. Because uh, we were really into slap bets. Yeah, because of How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. And so whoever threw up first had to get slapped and buy a drink for all four all of us. Yeah. Puke and so, rally, I like it. Yep. Puke and rally. So about... I feel like maybe three months, three months later, I had a housewarming party. This bitch got shit faced. We were really drunk because we. There were... is a photo of me drinking straight from the wine oh, box. Oh my god! I should show you these photos. No wasting the juice. Yeah, and I just gotta say, Are you it like was underneath it with the spigot. It, no, I was holding it up. With she was the holding spigot. it up. Oh, with okay. The spigot and she's doing it. Like that was a picture. Like we're taking a picture. She's in the background. Like. I still, I still think it was sabotage. Like someone was trying to get. We me got real first. drunk because we ended up on top of my jeep, like yeah. on the roof of my jeep. 
Anyway, so I look around and I realize that (laughs) Helen is not around. We made her uh, boyfriend at the time slapback commissioner. And so I saw him and I asked him straight up, like, where the fuck is Helen? You're slapback commissioner. You have to be honest. He was like, she's over there. And this bitch was throwing up and it was the funniest shit ever. Puking so hard. Don't look at me. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those. It was a look away. And so uh, maybe a year later. It was my birthday. No, no. Uh, maybe a year later, Emily, uh, Helen came over to our house, and my roommate Emily, who was part of the slap bet, was gonna. Oh. She was gonna slap. Well, previously she was gonna slap Helen, but when Helen got there, her dog had been like nearly clipped by a car, and Whoa. she was bawling. Yeah, it and was she was bad. gonna slap her face as soon as she opened the door. It was bad. But as soon as she turned, opened the door, she was crying, so we couldn't slap her face. And so like. Month later, she came over to the house to drop off like some weed for me or something, and she was drinking. We made her get drink wine, and so we're like, "Finish the wine before you get out of here." She finished, it, and as soon as the glass left her lips, Emily slapped shit out of her, and wine spilled all down the wall. We kept it on the wall for a very long time as like wow. a trophy. <laughs> as like that, you remember the time we slapped that fucking Helen? She spit wine on the wall. Yeah, I was there. That was amazing. Then maybe two years later, I fucking eventually ended up slapping a bitch. It was, it, was a Christmas, it was a Christmas party. It was a party. Christmas party because I got her this. Pr- okay, this is fucked up, and I'm telling this one. This it was is, not fucked up. It was this very is good. fucked up. So I get her this cute ass print of Prince riding a unicorn. I still have it. Love it. Yeah, I remember when this cliff note was supposed to be quick. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, keep going. <laughs> so I give her that, and for some reason, we had drawn attention to ourselves. And people For some were, reason. were watching oh, us. Oh, no, I made sure there was attention brought because I, I knew what remember. her gift was was going to be, which was remember. her motherfucking slap. So she goes, oh, yeah, I got you something, too. And she goes to pick something out of her bag and then just goes, and the entire, because it was a big-ass party. It was a big they party. all go, like, instantly, like, pin drop silence. Yes. Except for the cackle of us. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> we both started laughing so hard, and Zenobia screams, the bitch had it coming. She had it coming. <laughs> I waited. I was going to do it on her graduation day for her, her mama and her sister. And yeah, her I, I was going to do that. anything. I canceled that. She canceled it, and I was like, ooh. Like, can't slap. My parents would not be, they'd be like, to be honest with you, I don't care. It would have I'm been more so picturing funny. the silence of the party, and then yeah. Zenobia is just the bitch at it. Kaylin Martin is still the one to not punch me. Anyways. Yeah. So, Ow, my side hurts. All right. Sorry, fast cliff notes. That was long <laughs> cliff notes. You can cut whatever you want. Okay, so. We're not cutting shit. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. She also <laughs> did the voice of the Mama Monster House. Which is another little oh, spooky. Yeah. I love that movie. I love that movie too. It scares my nieces, but we're we're, we're Can we talk about her outfits in this movie? Oh, I don't know if you know this, but it is written down. It says Delia's fashion. It's so okay, great. So let's talk about the glove. Which I have a theory. Okay. I believe that the glove that is wrapped around her head and it comes out to the front little like cute is the other mate glove to the glove that she wears during the dinner party because she only wears one long mm-hmm. glove. Ah. Here's another thing. So the dad wears a red sweater. Yes, he does. In one of the scenes. Yes, and he does. Scenes later when she's cooking for the dinner party, she's wearing that same exact sweater, but as pants. Uh-huh. Oh. 
Uh, the red bitch. sweater that he's wearing in the office. She shimmies she, it down. She and yeah. She wears it as so like, she puts her legs through the arms. So, oh, that's so. I don't know what she does with the hole for the head. Easy. But she sticks his head in it. But um bum. But yeah, she uh, she adds some like suspenders to it, and that's yes, yeah. is history. It kind of looks like hammer pants. I didn't notice that. I'm gonna look for it the next time look I watch it. Now it, that's huh? a good one. Yeah. yeah. Her fashion is amazing. Cool. Um, <laughs> I have another fun fact about her that it makes me super happy. What's that? So the dinner scene, right? The dancing scene. It was going to be a song by the Ink Shots. Do you know them? I don't know who they are. Mm-mm. But some band named the Ink Spots was going have to no have their song as the, the dance for the dinner scene. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Jeffrey Jones and Catherine O'Hara suggested that the music be Calypso music. I like that. So, yeah. So, that's where we get the Dale. Dale. It's, it's because of that. It's a perfect song for that scenario. Mm-hmm. Like, if they chose a different song, I don't know if it would have played as well. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Especially with that six foot, seven foot, eight foot punch. Daylight's coming. Like, you see them, like, first very scared of, like, what they're doing. Like, oh, my God, you know, stuff's moving out Yeah, of what the fuck is going on? But, then, but at the same time, they're enjoying it. You mm-hmm, see them, like, like... You can see when they're, they're dancing. Like, the or, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Otho closes his eyes and starts tapping the, yeah, the, uh, ice, bucket. the ice bucket. But the, at the same time, he opens his eyes right after, and he's like, the what fuck? the fuck is going on? Yeah, the girl that sits next to him who's all super catty. Wait. The Asian girl? Yeah, time out. Is she... She has a line where he's like, you know, I know... I know as much about fashion as I know about whatever. Interior design. Interior design as I know about the afterworld. Whatever the line is. I can't even think about it right now. Uh-huh. But whatever the line is, and she goes, oh, oh, the supernatural. And she goes, oh, is that what they're calling you guys these days? Is that like a dig on him being gay? I think so. Is that what that's supposed to be? She's just a little bitch. But she looks like she's feeling herself because she looks scared. And then she starts shimmying. And she's like, fuck yeah, this looks so good. Well, uh, he was even saying earlier in that conversation that she tried to commit suicide or something like that before. Is that where we get the silver servant? Civil servant, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Huh. Okay. Like, she's just salty. She's just one of those people that just wants to shit on everything. Mm -hmm. You know? She turns her nose up. At. She's a high society. It's the way she can interact Kurdish, with these like, high society yeah. Yeah. people. Yeah. Take people down a notch. Uh huh. Like, they're never impressed with anything. Mm-mm. Those yeah. New Yorkers. But Catherine O'Hara is so on it in that scene. Like, mm-hmm. she is so expressive. Because she studied at Second City, right? In Chicago. Uh huh. And so, like, I she... would say in Ontario. Wait, no. She's Canadian. Yeah, she's Canadian. What's, so, the, what's the other one called? Uh, second City. Is it Second City? The yeah. Ontario one? Oh, they have an Ontario Second City? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, damn. Started in Canada. Yeah, she's a Canadian, yeah. um, and I didn't really uh, good realize. Friends with John Kenny for many, many years. Yes, and gave a. They were very close. Yeah, he passed on her fortieth birthday. Sadly. I need Uncle Buck to be on this show because that's like one of my favorites. Yeah, or summer rental next summer, but she uh, also was during the opening ceremonies for the uh, Winter Games when it was in Windsor. 
Whistler? Whistler. In Canada. When it was in Canada. In Canada. Well, I wanted to, you know, shout out. Sketch a tune. Show you guys. I don't do the voice but good. Did you not do it? I don't remember. Hey guys. What's up ladies? What's up ladies? <laughs> did you hear his voice? Oh my god. <laughs> Everything was on steroids Who's except his voice. Cause <laughs> teasers. <laughs> the bleedies. Grown ups. You guys. Listen to our grown ups episode. Never, I never saw Grown Ups. Oh, it's pretty funny. It's good. It's a funny movie. Um, okay. Can I give you a fun fact? Yes, you can. This movie won an Oscar. What did it win for? For a special, uh, best makeup. Yes, it did. Yeah, oh, it yes, should. it did. And it should have. Because <laughs> it was great makeup. Yeah. I think it should have won for a couple of things. Best makeup, for sure. Special effects. Best, I don't know uh, that... maybe production design. Production design. During that time. Fashion. Because, yeah. like we said, she turned a fucking sweater into pants <laughs> and glove into a headband. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, because I my mom just got, like, one of her friend's husbands died, and she gave her a bunch of ties to do things with, and she got some ass ascots. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, those fancy ties that are, like, mm. puffy. And I totally took it and used it as like a fucking head tie. Perfect. It fit perfect. I like it. I feel it. I like it very much. Can I give you another fun fact while we're doing this? Sure. So everyone in this movie, when they die, they show up as however they died. Right? Uh-huh. Yes. So, you know, you cut your wrist. You get it cut in half. You uh-huh. cut you on fire. Whatever. Your afterlife body is that. Except for our stars. Yeah. They drown. Mm-hmm. So they should be wet the entire movie. That's what I was just thinking. But they're not. Uh-huh. They're only wet for the first scene when they walk into the house. They're wet sure. and, they, and they sit by the fire. Mm-hmm. Tim Burton decided that he didn't want to do this because he thought it'd be too uncomfortable for the actors to be wet the entire time. Yeah, they'd get sick fucking after day three. Yeah. So That makes sense. It does. It makes a little sense in case and you ever that would be that. a pain in the ass continuity-wise. Yeah. You'd constantly be wet. Keep them wet. Just wet the actors. I don't know if... I think Alec Baldwin would have a problem with it. Just wet it? Like, just put oil so it looks like you're wet. Even that only lasts for a little while. That's true. They'd have to spritz them between every take. They would need, like, a spritz. I would have been a spritzer. Yeah. Just spritzing their faces, spritzing their hair. I'd be a year old, but yeah. I'd be like, let me me spritz you, uh, Mr. Baldwin, as I'm a toddler. (laughs) Let me spritz you. I want to give you... (laughs) One more fun fact. What you got? Because this one's a really good one. Nope. Beetlejuice Beetlejuice, was the first DVD sent out by Netflix in 1998. No shit. So somebody, (laughs) when they were like, this is a really cool company, I think I should, you know, give it a try. All right, babe, what movie do you want to get? Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Boom. Fuck yeah. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. That's what he said to her. And... It came in uh, two to three days. <laughs> yes, it did. I remember that life. Yeah, I remember that life. From too. what I hear, they still do offer like DVDs. Mm-hmm. They, do, they do. They do. They still have an offer. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I stopped to that it, plan. but I might have to subscribe to it again because of the show. Because sometimes I can't find it. Every for once me in a while, find. we can't get a hold of the movie that we the need to we talk need, about. Yeah. 
It's, so I might take it out. It's difficult sometimes. I, can I, under, I would believe so. You guys are downloading constantly. So yeah, we got to find or, it. No, I we're mean, not. purchasing legitimately all of these films. We have on to all find forms. streaming sites. And streaming sites. That we can use. <laughs> Cut it out. Okay. <laughs> So right. Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> and Lenny's last time on our episode, our show. <laughs> I'm in the behind the scenes of a cocktails. Next Skip. episode from jail. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Jeffrey Jones uh, plays the dad. His whole fucking goal is just to relax. He's like, I came here to relax. Y'all just keep bugging me. Yeah. Asking me questions. She's like, the house is haunted. Bitch, get away. I'm just trying to sit here and read my magazine. Seriously. (laughs) They won't leave him alone. All he wants to do is relax. That's the reason why he came out to Connecticut in the first place. So wait, relax doesn't mean to be alone. For him, it does. He just wants to get in in touch with nature. He just wants to fucking chill. So you brought me here so you could be by yourself? Yeah. Yeah. He just wants to sit. Sometimes men just want to sit. I, apparently. And zone out. He's like, please it's don't. It's the best. He's like, don't touch this room. That's my favorite part of his character. He doesn't want them to mess with the study. Yeah. yeah just leave, like, leave, just leave this room alone. To be honest with you, I would feel the same way. Yeah. I would Give me be one fucking super room. super happy that there's a bunch of books in there that I can read. Suffer the wallpaper. I yeah. can't get behind their wallpaper. It's 1988. Oh. It's 88. People were all about the wallpaper. I love Delia's designs no i love that whole house i especially love it when they're outside with that perfect background and like the forest is all behind one i do love their like scene fake little window pane Mm -hmm. weird thing what is the point of that the only thing that i would add to that is the other walls no like a top so that i can have shade when i'm sitting there that's yeah, like the only, they're really pasty. That's the only thing that I <laughs> would like, fucking change. Because that actually is a cool... They're going to get burnt. It's cool. <laughs> I get that cool, like, modern thing. But the inside of the house is cold. Sure. I hate it. It's dark. Yeah. It's creepy. I yeah. like it. Well, it we is, will not share that house together. It is interesting the how they do that, though. How they go yeah. to see Juno, then all of a sudden they come back, and it was they three don't know months. who the fuck they are, and it's been three months, and they've redone months. the entire house. If they were gone for two, he was there for two seconds, and it was two hours, they're like 10 minutes, was like 30, that's three months. <laughs> three months. I had almost given up. I was about to leave. I do have other clients. Yeah. Yeah. She takes off. She, uh... Gives them the spiel and then takes off. Mm-hmm. All right. But it starts out as such a warm, like, craftsman type of home. And then they get their hands on it and just, like, completely change everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't change everything except their decor. But the layout of the house was nice. Like, we was like, it's not a big open, somebody says, a natural flow. And uh-huh. like it is because everywhere they walk, they walk through a door and they walk out of a door. Like every room has two doors. That is an awesome flow you have there. Yeah. That's what, what I'm talking about. Yeah, they walk into a room that walks into the bathroom that walks out of the bathroom into a hallway. You're like, this is fucking dope. I love yeah. it. You can get to anywhere. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that he does a fucking great job. Another New York native, actually. He's born in Buffalo. He. Uh, <laughs> You know, we talked about him before. What movie did we talk about him on? Ferris Bueller. We haven't done Ferris Bueller yet. Boom, boom, boom. 
But he did. He was Edward R. Rooney in Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was Dr. Walter Jennings in Howard the Duck. Yep. And say what you want, I like Howard the Duck. I love Howard the Duck. It's, it, it's weird, and I like it. <laughs> I'll, I, I'll wear a shirt that says it. I liked Howard the Duck. That's actually a fantastic shirt. And you can have, like, Howard's face on the front and then his little tail on the back of the shirt. Oh, my God. Did you guys just make some, like, fan shirts? Yeah, we did. a fan shirt. I'll go to Marshall's after this. I would say (laughs) Howard the Duck. Howard the The Duck. duck. Yeah, so he's also in that and Ferris Bueller, which I fucking love. He gets kicked in the face. Yes, he does. I feel like that's when we talked about him, (laughs) Dirty Dancing and other things. Oh, that's right. He's in Dirty Dancing. No, he's not in Dirty Dancing. No, he's not in Dirty Dancing. But the the girl from Dirty Dancing is in Ferris Bueller. He's in How High. That's when we talked about him. We did talk about him. He's the president. He's the president We did talk about him. You're right. Uh Uh-huh. You're right. That's what it is. And we're going to talk about him again. How High, you remember How High? Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Method Man marries, or he starts dating the president's daughter. Yes. He's the president. Oh, my God. And he gets on How High. No, Redman does. Oh, Redman, yeah. And they take the pictures and they're like, Shh. Oh, gosh, <laughs> I forgot about that. You're right. We did talk about him. Yep. And we're well, going to we talk about talk him again when we do Who's Your Caddy. Who's Your Caddy? Yeah. Who's Your Motherfucking you're Caddy? Right. I, you're right. You told me. Like, we talked about a couple in. people. <laughs> so you shot a low score. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. I don't really have much fun facts. Oh, he is an Edward. He is an Edward. Another uh, mm-hmm, Tim Burton movie. I really need you to watch that. It's a I get nice on love letter. He is extremely tall from what I hear. Or actually, from what I've seen, he uh, Joe ran into him once when he was living out here in L.A., <laughs> and it is his favorite picture. He took mm. a picture with Jeffrey Jones. He's like, dude, I got a picture with a homeboy from Howard the Duck. Ah. That's what That was his thing. That was the text message that I got. He's like, dude, oh my God. I took a picture with Ferris Bueller's principal. That's he ran what into I him at like Vaughn's or something like that. <laughs> That L.A. life, you guys, you run into them at the gas station. And the grocery store. the grocery store. (laughs) Target. You know, they shop too. You see them. Sometimes they do yoga in your restaurant, and you're like, oh, cool. Who did that? What? Courtney Love. Oh, what are you talking about? At Ludlow in DTLA. She was having breakfast, and then all of a sudden just decided to start doing yoga in the middle of the restaurant. Yeah, that sounds like Courtney Love's Mm -hmm. ass. You're like, excuse me. Oh, make me over. <laughs> That's all I want to hear. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So. So, uh, Jeffrey Jones has had a great career thus far, and he's still going. Uh, in this particular movie, I think he does a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, he's playing this real estate developer who has had too much stress in New York and doesn't want to die at 50, so he moves to Connecticut, and he's just trying to bring his stress levels down by relaxing. What is the point of my coming up here if you people won't let me relax? Exactly. He's like, I've already oh, the been The problem here. is, he's married to Delia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, he's also an opportunist himself. He is. He does get dragged back into it. Yeah, he I has do. his ambitious mm-hmm. side. I like where he's like, I've already been here 10 minutes, and I heard my stress levels are already down. Uh-huh. Rocking. <laughs> but it's I do, perfect. I do love what uh, Delia yells at him. She's like, and if you do not let me decorate this house and, and make it my own, own, I will go insane, and I, I will take, take you away. away. Okay. Yeah, it's so good. Okay. Okay. It is kind of weird where she licks yeah. his nose, though. Oh, yeah. I don't know what creepy. that is. She's 
Character choice. <laughs> you know what I never noticed uh, when I was a kid? When uh, Lydia says that you can't scare her, she's sleeping with Prince Valium Her tonight. Prince Valium tonight. Another yeah, one, as a kid. Them pills. As a kid, I didn't, I didn't notice that until I was an adult. But yeah, <laughs> she out there. That's why she don't wake up. She's just yeah. She doesn't notice the ghost. She's nope. just like shut the fuck up. So funny. She thinks it's the TV that's being loud. Mm-hmm. She's pissed. You cut holes in her sheets. Oh my god. Egypt, Egyptian cotton. Three hundred dollars sheets. Three hundred dollars sheets. Thread count. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's time to talk about your girl, Miss Winona Ryder. Yeah. She's such a babe. Maybe you can relax in a haunted house, but I can't. So, uh, yeah, we're on Miss Winona Ryder. And this is technically, I don't know which movie came first, uh, Beetlejuice or Heathers. She filmed them at the same time. Not the same time, same year. Same year. But we don't know which one she filmed first. I don't know which one came out first. They both came out in 1988. I don't know. What time did it... This one came out in... March, right? March. They were one right after the other, whichever one it was. Well, at this time, she was still an unknown. I feel like Heather's came out first, because I don't remember mentioning Beetlejuice. Okay. Well... Uh, she was uh, struggling to get auditions, and she kept losing roles to Homegirl from the Goonies. Yeah. But after this, she could do whatever the hell she wanted. Because uh, there were some people that were being considered for this movie. Oh, okay, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead and get it. I see you itching to talk about it. I mean, yeah, if you want me to. If I want you to. It sounds like you want you to. Okay, so for (laughs) Lydia, here's some of the people that turned down the rules. Julia Lewis. Juliette Lewis. Juliette Lewis, Mm -hmm. really? Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. Brooke Shields. And Molly Ringwald. I think the only one that may have done pretty good would have been Juliette Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. The other ones were not right for it. Because she actually weird... Yeah. <laughs> In a good way. She's already kind of weird. But she she kind of works. She's a weirdo and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But she, I mean, you know, Renona Wider, we already talked about her in Heathers, and we will definitely talk about her again whenever I get around to picking Girl Interrupted, one of my faves. Uh, so Isn't that the one she was uh, nominated for? She was nominated for that one. So yeah, she was... got back-to-back nominations, uh, first for Little Women and then for Girl Interrupted. I love Little Women, which I hear they're making a remake. They're remaking it. I don't yeah. know who's in it, but... Uh, Hermione. Okay. Uh, She's not American. She's Meg, the eldest. And then Joe is going to be played by the if young... If she cannot do the accent, she has no business in it. I'm still angry about Beauty and the Beast. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, Wait, technically she can do a French she... accent? She cannot do a French accent. No. Nobody really did a French accent. Well, yeah, no one was doing a really French accent. Yeah, that's hard but to put in a British accent. If I'm going to be mad at anything, it's the girl singing, not her accent. Yeah, that too. So That was the year for singing wasn't really important in Hollywood. <laughs> Remember that one year? 
when nobody singing. Nobody cared whether you can sing or not, and they just put you in musicals. <laughs> They're like, you look like Belle. Let's just put you in there. Let's go put you in that movie. <laughs> so many people that should have done that better. I saw Belle at Beauty and the Beast in 4D, you know, when they do that sensory shit. Oh, yeah. I smelt the musk of the beast, and I never needed to do that. <laughs> What the yeah. fuck? Like when he takes the bath and he like shakes Ooh, off. I got ew. like missed it and I was like, like a wet dog. Why the fuck did that just happen? <laughs> I've only done four D ones and it was for Nightmare Before Christmas. The Fast and the Furious was the Fast and Furious one was really good. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, smelled like burned gasoline and stuff. Yeah, and like they jerked you around like you were in the car. It was like Ooh. super cool. Okay. Sorry. Fun fact, we were just filming this show that I'm working on. I'm doing set dressing. We're filming on the same street where they filmed uh, Fast and Furious, where it's uh, Toretto's market slash garage and stuff. Stop it. Yeah, too so fast. I was like walking to my truck too and I was fast. like, I know this street. Oh my God, I'm that's too so fast. Like, I took a picture and it's the same frame as when Letty pulls around the corner in her 97 240SX. Yeah, and where's all Vin the behind her. Ah, that's so cool. Yeah. Where's Vin my, Diesel? I'd show you, I don't have my phone with me. I'm too fast for y'all. <laughs> yeah, so Renona Ryder also shows up in another Tim Burton movie, which definitely will be on this. Which one? Edward Scissorhands. Yes, she does. Which I thought about uh, if we ever I do it. I kind of don't know what drink I'm going to do now since we already did Edward Forty Hands. Yeah, so oh, I was. No. I thought you did Edward Forty Hands for her. No, for, we did that for House, house party. party. We just did oh, it because it was sense. like a hot house party game. That, that is a super house party game. No, yeah. no, good score, good score. But I'll find us some like. We'll find something. I'll find something, but we'll, Tons. we'll have some ambrosia salad. <laughs> <laughs> and the second time, Johnny Depp did a barber character for Tim Burton. Oh, that's true. The Sweeney the Todd and, and yeah. Street. And he was a barber in Edward Scissorhands. She also turned down Sleepy Hollow. I wonder if that was... But by this time, her and Johnny were uh, exes. Yeah. So maybe she just didn't want to work She's with She's like, if you yeah, don't absolutely. add another zero, I don't want to be with my no, ex. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure they never... They have a contract where they can't work together ever again. Really? Yeah, they did not end on well. Good terms. Good to know. Well, Johnny Depp doesn't seem like the best boyfriend. No, boyfriend. So, uh, I can see that. Uh, Renona Ryder is. Are we gossiping right now, so, bitches? You know, we throw, we throw a little gossip, a little tea, and the tea and shade. As you got your wrist flex with the drink. Yeah, she does a lot of good things, and also now she has a resurgent in the. Fucking Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Killing oh it. Being the leading Dude. lady. Tell me why my magnets don't work. Young. <laughs> he was like, you stood me up at a restaurant. Because uh, you went to ask a fucking teacher why magnets didn't stick on your refrigerator. Yeah. She's like, yeah, look. <laughs> Young actresses. You want to learn how to act? Watch Winona Ryder mm-hmm. in Stranger Things. Yeah. It is a acting lesson mm-hmm. in every episode. And I would tell you to... Definitely watch season one because that is where you get to see dude. her true craziness. Yes. It's she's just doing independent activities, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. From All the time. trying to plug in the telephone to the lights that she's trying to connect and all that shit. Also, season two, it's where she's fucking tra- fantastic. The lighting, trying- the whole that whole lighting yeah. technique, and then the maps in the second. The one. maps. That's what I was saying. The second one, where they're running around the house with the maps. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Brilliant. Cool. If you don't watch Stranger Things, you need to ask somebody because that shit is the fucking uh, greatest. Never heard of Mermaids with Christina Ricci and Cher. 
Yeah. Oh, oh my well, Christina, God. Christina Ricci did end up in the uh, Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. So I guess she mm-hmm. took her spot. Huh? Yeah, she took her spot. The little sister. Mm-hmm. Well, Winona also has a new series coming out. It's called The Plot Against America. It's a TV miniseries. Okay. All right. So it's six episodes. She plays a character named Evelyn Finkel. Finkel. But it's an interesting title, The Plot Against America. I know. I was like, I'm kind of interested. I don't know what it's about. I mean, all it says is uh, characters live in an alternate history in which Franklin D. Roosevelt was defeated in the U.S. presidential election of 1940 by Charles Lindbergh. Oh, shit. So FDR never became president. And he was huge during World War II. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Oh, I'm intrigued. I'm yeah, intrigued. I want to see this I'll give shit. She also was in Black Swan. Winona Ryder? Oh yeah. my god, yes! She's the older uh, ballerina, mm-hmm. prima ballerina that ends up getting replaced. She mm-hmm. She's the one that gives that speech to Natalie Portman. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <sighs> oh Which I saw her in that, I was like, oh god. Loved her. Yeah, she's a classic. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something else. Yeah. Did you know that she uh, offered to do Heather's for free? I would do the Heather's. Like for free. she she auditioned for Heather's and it didn't go very well, so she went straight to the mall and did like a whole makeover thing. Oh, that's right. And she came back and did a second audition. She's like, I will do this movie for free. She wanted it so bad. Yeah. I mean, if you love it that much, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Against her agent's uh, wishes as well. I'm sure. They're like, this is career suicide. You can't do this movie. It's like, fuck you. I'm doing this movie. Fuck you. I'm doing. And it's it was great. Yeah. It's, it's got Clearly, the Clearly, big... we don't understand each other. Mm-mm. She was like, lick it up, baby. Lick, lick it, it up. up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's also in Mr. Deeds with Adam Sandler. Mr. Which is one of my Deeds. Movies. Oh, my God. Plays Babe Bennett. Babe. And they... What the hell is Babe? <laughs> so yeah, I love me some Renata Ryder. Always looking forward to seeing her. And uh, she, she plays no that wrong. dark and angsty and twisty personality just so well. And, and she was in Dracula with Keanu Reeves. Yep. Keanu Reeves did Dracula? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Yep. When? In the 90s. Oh my God. Oh my god, I totally almost forgot this fun fact. Weird fun fact! You ready? Okay, so when I told you that they were supposed to do Beetlejuice in Hawaii or whatever, mm-hmm. one of the writers that they had on point for writing that would be Kevin Smith. Oh, <gasps> I love Kevin wow. Smith! But he turned it down because he was doing Superman Lives. Have you ever heard of that movie? Good, because it's never been made. But he was writing the script for it for... Uh, Keanu Reeves, not Keanu Reeves, uh, Nicolas Cage. Nikki C. Who was going to play Superman. No. Stop it. I need you to look up these pictures, you guys, if you are not driving. Please look up Superman Lives, uh, uh, Nikki C. fucking Superman. And he has like this weird long black hair. No. It's just weird. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah, and they also wanted Tim Burton to direct that. A young Nicolas Cage doing Superman. Nicky C. Nicky C. Nicky C. He's got a special place. I just watched Face Off last night. This is I, literally yeah. why I brought it up because I know how much you like I have a space love for him. Nicky C. I mean, he's great, and he probably could get big enough. Like you remember how big he got in Con Air. 
I just need you to back put the baby back in the box. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just need you to look at the pictures, you guys. Why the fuck is you? him as Superman? The it's bunny. <laughs> It's weird. <laughs> Why didn't you just leave the bunny alone? <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, we are at uh, home stretch here. We are on our top three actors of this movie, yes. starting with Mr. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Greatest actor of all time. Jim. Greatest actor of all time. He's so fucking good. Dude. Oh, he is fucking good. He's out of his mind to a certain degree. But damn, is he good. I want to say that it took until I was an adult to realize that that was him in this movie. Really? Yes. I saw the uh, behind the scenes interviews with him. And he's very much like that 80s like man about town. Yeah, he's the Baldwin. He's the eldest. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he is the Baldwin. He's the oldest Baldwin brother. Most successful Baldwin. Yeah, that too. (laughs) Um, But... uh, when he's doing these interviews, like you see the character in the movie, and then you see him off doing the backstage interviews, it's like, wow, they really do transform him into this character. He's playing a character; he's not playing Alec Baldwin. Mm-mm. Well, Alec Baldwin, the real Alec Baldwin, he disliked this movie tremendously. Really? Yeah, he does not like this movie. He, oh my god, really? He is very unhappy with his portrayal of. This character in the movie. That's right, Lydia. <laughs> That's interesting. His performance was not up to par for Mr. Alec Baldwin. So it's a movie that he does not enjoy. He's not proud of this movie? He's not proud of it like we are proud of it. Huh. Alec, I think you should give it a second look. Alec I Baldwin. mean, you're not... He's not meant to be... A, More than what he is. Yeah, he's made to progress the story along to mm-hmm. a certain degree. You know, he's not supposed to be flash or flamboyant or anything like that. If that, if any case, that is why you have Beetlejuice there. He's there to offset Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He so, kind of brings back the normality of being dead. Yeah, that ghosts can be good mm-hmm. people at the same time. All right, what's your favorite Alec Baldwin performance in anything? 30 Rock. Oh, Carol, 30 Rock. <laughs> All day. I love him in Departed as well. I love him in Departed. I love him in... What is that one movie? I like when he knocks out the cameraman. Can I talk to you for a second? Can you... <laughs> Whack! You fucked us! You did fuck us. Oh, that's right. Yeah, which I would love Grabs to do that movie. Grabs his nuts way too much in that movie. He's out of order. He is out That is such a character trait, though. Like, I know like men in real life that do that, and I'm yeah. like... Mm. I mean, he does it... On purpose for a for, reason. Exactly. Like he's saying, like as he's grabbing his nuts, he's saying, "We're gonna get this fucker." Mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely not because he's fiddling with his balls or anything. No, like that. exactly. Um, might be Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross is good. He's damn good in that one. I don't remember. You don't remember Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? Give me a. Give me a. Run it down. Glenn Gary. Run it down now. <laughs> Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross is, mm-hmm. uh, it was made in 1992. He's only in it for the beginning, basically. But this movie is him. It's Jack Lemon, Al Pacino, oh, Ed Harris. right. I have seen it. And he's only in it literally for like he's 10 minutes. He's literally in it for the very and beginning. And he comes in, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. 
forget all about that movie. I'm trying to remember other Alec. Yeah, Alec written by films. David Mamet of all people. There was oh, one. What's the movie. one? David Mamet is the best. Dude. I can't remember the Oleander. Name. <laughs> He's the one in uh, him and Whoopi. Him and Whoopi. Yeah. What did they work on together? Ooh, Ghost of Mississippi. That's what it's called. Him and um, Whoopi. Yes, James and James Woods. I believe it's based on a true story. Like James Woods was like a cop that was like in Mississippi that killed like a little girl, and he got away with it. Mm. And then they take him to trial like many many years later for this crime. And Alec Baldwin is like the young plunky like. Uh, lawyer that's helping and the little black girl that was dead the mom is whoopee and they have yeah they have like james wood goes into the courtroom as like an old man and explaining like you know yeah i killed that nigger girl like blah blah blah. it's very racist but very like deep and very well told story and alec baldwin's like i'm not gonna let you get away with you killing this little girl whether she's white or black it doesn't fucking matter anyway really good with james wood and Alec Baldwin does a really good job with that as well. Gotcha. I forgot Came to out in the nineties, yeah, ninety six. I forgot to mention I I got to see Alec Baldwin on Broadway in a straight play what? Uh, with Anne Hache. And coaches. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, gosh. I don't even remember. Uh, it's called Twentieth Century, oh, and it was in two thousand. And he did it. The, the stint was two thousand three, two thousand four with my drama. A thespian company mm-hmm. and uh, got to see him perform this play and he was phenomenal like was he? breathtaking like s- stole the whole show I Incredible. mean I could totally see that and yeah he absolutely just... he's got such a uh, personality about him the pr- and the voice pr- is just so like and the regal. way theater is with the presence that's on stage yeah. it just it, it resonates through the entire seats against the walls and it just embodies every part of the, the room mm-hmm. and uh it's so cool because the whole production is they're on a train the 20th century is a train and it's all about him being on the train with uh, Anne Heche's character who is very scandalous and it's it's really good it's actually I mean it was a really great straight play hmm mm-hmm well, Alec Baldwin also shows up in Will and Grace. Yes, he does. He's, yeah. Oh, he's, he's Karen's a, lover. He's Karen's lover. Oh, my God. He's like the CIA guy or player. <laughs> he's like that weird, I don't remember what he's he He's like was. a secret agent or something, right? Uh-huh. She's having an affair with him. He has been on there since 2005. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he does show up in the new season. he's doing Saturday Night Live simultaneously since 2007. Yes. Wait. Yeah, because he is one of the, if not the most person like celebrity to host mm. well he got really close with Tina Fey yeah she has a lot of pull on us she also. does and now that Voldemort is in office he can do a great impression he of him can do a great impression I love that him. you just called him Voldemort that just made my day <laughs> <laughs> oh we do not say his name here I respect that yeah <laughs> you don't even need to say anything more yeah so he's uh, I called him Baltimore. Yeah. So, yeah, so him doing those, he's killing it. He's back in the... Yeah, he's still killing it. And he's, he's got it. Boss Baby 2 coming out soon. I'm not going to lie, Boss Baby was not the worst. Uh, no, let's... Mm-mm. It was not mm-mm. the worst. It's it wasn't horrible. the worst, but it didn't need to be made also. <laughs> I going to say it was not the worst. And they have, like, a TV show, and the girls watch it all the time. And There's a TV show? He's not... He doesn't do the voice for the TV show. Of course show. he doesn't do the voice of the TV show. But you can't pay him that much. Yeah, no. 
Not for Netflix. Ooh, Netflix could, I guess. Okay, well. Next up. Gina Davis. Ah. Oh, my God. Gina, Gina Davis. I've never heard of this fantastic Oscar-winning bitch. Are you kidding me? Dottie Henson, hello. Hello. Dottie Henson, hello. The oh Diamonds. I can't the wait to do. The Queen of Diamonds. The yes, Queen of Diamonds. Color. I cannot wait to do fucking The League of Their Own. Wait, what is it? The time has come for one and all to play ball. <laughs> we are the members of the All-American League. We come from cities near and far. We got Canadians, Woo! Irish ones and Swedes. We're <laughs> one for one, we're one for all, we're all American. That's such a great song. It's oh my so God. good. <laughs> okay, can we start over? Let's do League of Their Own now. All right, guys. <laughs> Take two on this and episode. And that's our group costume this year. We're, yes, we're, we're going to be Peaches. Rockford Peaches, oh baby. Oh my God, yes. I would love to dress up as Jimmy Dugan. Oh my God, you'd be so good. Fuck yeah. He takes However, forever in the I'm bathroom. spinning on <laughs> Remember Madonna grabs the watch, like, give me a watch. (laughs) (laughs) It's got to be a world record. That's got to be Madonna's best film, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, You didn't like Desperately Seeking Susan? Mm, It was good. It's not a league of their own, though. It's not a league of their own. She didn't know how to act back then. No, she didn't. But it's still a good movie. It's still a good movie. Gina Davis. Who's that girl? Who's that girl? Anyway, Gina Davis. Uh, You know what one of my favorite movies of hers is? Stuart Little. (laughs) No, stop it. (laughs) You're Yeah, Stuart Little. No, because I mean, she's got this movie. She's got Thelma Louise. She's got A League of Their Own. She's got so many movies. Um, A little known movie called Hero with Dustin Hoffman. I don't think I know this. So Dustin Hoffman is just your average guy, and he ends up saving Gina Davis's life in this movie. And I think they're on like a burning plane or something like that. Whoa. A burning plane? Yeah. Well, snakes on a plane. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, stretch, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stretch whoa. the imagination. Whoa. whoa. Snakes You're it. right. What am I thinking? What are you thinking? What am I thinking? There is a so reason why you can't she, smoke on planes anymore, people. Because there's snakes. A... <laughs> no, because there's fire. Oh. <laughs> Because there's snakes on it, bitch. And they don't like you smoking. I gotta get these motherfucking snakes. Oh, this, this motherfucking plane. Okay, okay so sorry. in Hero, the the, ta- the log line is, A not-so-nice man rescues passengers from a crashed airliner only to see someone else take the credit. So he didn't want credit for saving these people's lives. But someone Dustin else Dustin Hoffman. However, yeah. Gina Davis is a reporter in this movie. And so she's constantly trying to find Dustin Hoffman, the man who actually saved her life. Whoa. So Hook saved her life, but yes. he don't take any fucking. He don't take any credit, and for some re- and they couldn't find him because it was like no fingerprints or something like that. And there's a funny media. thing about his shoes. He takes off his shoes to save these people's lives. I don't remember why. I haven't seen this movie in twenty plus years. But I do specifically remember at the end, there's another incident, and he's, like, about to go save somebody else, and 
the last thing he says is, watch my shoes. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Okay. But she does a great job in that movie. He does a great job in that movie. There's another uh, situation where he's just, he refuses to acknowledge that he's the guy that saved everybody hmm. when she's doing her, like, interview report thing. And before she leaves, she's like, off the record, thank you for saving my life. And that's the only time that he acknowledges it. And he says, you're welcome. Oh. But it's off the record. It's off the record. It doesn't count. I dig that. But it is one of my favorite movies of hers. She does a really great job. I'm going to say a leg of their own. <laughs> I had to... I can't remember this one movie. Hey, Kit! Blow it out your rear end. Yeah, she's tough. But, and, you know, I love me some Tom Hanks. So anything with Tom Hanks in it, I'm like, yay! Tom Hanks can do no wrong. Tom Hanks... Portraying Malcolm X. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> no wrong. Oh my god. She did do a Samuel L. Jackson film. Oh yeah, Long Kiss oh, Goodnight. I love this movie. Oh, you're right. Have you she... ever seen Long Kiss Goodnight? I have not. You Ooh. would love it. She's like an assassin. But she gets amnesia. She gets amnesia, but then she starts a life where like she's married and she has a kid, suburb life, and then one day she wakes up and she's like, fuck. Like she starts remembering mm-hmm. her old life. She runs into Samuel Jackson, which you know is going to be good because Samuel Jackson's in it. And he helps her. Oh, someone kid- kidnaps her daughter, right? Yeah. She has to go get her daughter back. She has to get her daughter back because of her ex-bosses. Yeah. Had taken her because she never finished the job. She didn't finish the Because well, during one of her missions, she got amnesia. Yeah. 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 Okay. You yeah. would like a nice 90s action flick with her as a badass Bad bitch. Badass. I love the Killing 90s people. And then you get Samuel Jackson and his funny one-liners and cussing and shit. It's awesome. Okay. Good one. Rashad totally made me watch that a million times as a kid. Well, she's on Glow's newest uh, season as well. Yeah, she is the... I haven't seen it yet, but... She is, like, the owner of the hotel in Vegas that they are working on. Do you watch Glow? The gorgeous ladies oh, of wrestling? of course I watch Glow. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. She's in the casino. She owns she's the casino. casino. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, and she does... She's an old classic showgirl. She okay. even puts on she puts a legit on. showgirl outfit, like... Pasties, headdress, and all. Hey she now. looks incredible. And she looks incredible. She looks How old great. is she? I don't know. It don't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. She looks, looks amazing. Good. And she then, was born in 1956. That oh. means she was 50 in 2006. Yeah, so she's only 60 50, in 2006. She's 63. 63. So, yeah, 63, 62 year old her as a showgirl. She's show about to be 64. She looked really good. She looked great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Miss Thelma you Louise. Out, Gina Davis. Fucking kill it. I don't know. Was she, is she Thelma or is she Louise? She Thelma, huh? She's Thelma. I don't know. They're like one and the same. I'm just remembering Brad Pitt telling. Uh, uh, and you put all that money in the bag over there and you keep your hands up. It's shirtless. Ugh. <laughs> so good. She's amazing. Nobody loses fight? their head, then nobody's going to lose their head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we please fight club? Hi, so I could spend a whole week looking at him without a shirt on. Oh, dear there you Lord. Go. Someone Glistening. What does he say to, uh, what is his name? Christopher. Watkins. No. No. Gina Davis's husband in um, Thelma and Louise. Oh. Shooter McGavin. Oh. Shooter McGavin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Christopher McDonald. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so Brad Pitt leans over as uh, he's going in. 
and he's getting out of jail, and these guys are uh, bringing him in for questioning. He's like, I like your wife. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. Yeah, it so long. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. Well, she's got a new movie coming out called Eve. I don't know what that one's about. I'm more interested in the one that she's got in pre-production right now. Called? Cowgirl's Last Ride. Oh, shit. Sounds sexy, right? It does. Sounds like another Thelma Louise. Yeah. <laughs> the story we all want to hear. Get yeah. it, Gina. She didn't die. Mm-mm. Uh, a woman who has escaped from a care facility makes a journey to her home pursued by her son with whom she must make peace. Mm. Cowgirl's last ride, bitch. I guess so. <laughs> Sounds interesting to say the least. And so far she is the only one cast. Mm. That's all you need. I don't want to watch anybody Honestly, else. Honestly, she can hold down. Right? She can hold down. 127 yeah. hours with Gina Davis. I'll watch it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, but uh, what's your favorite line from hers in this one? And don't say Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Um, Did I steal it from you? No. No. I'm just trying to think. She's the voice of reason. She, she is. is. You know? Like when Lydia's like, I want to be dead too. She's like, no. Oh, where she gets, you see her get like real pissed where she's like, I'm going to get her after Delia's. Like, oh, yeah. She's like, I'm going to get her. her. She's like, I'm going to get her. Like, she's, she's real mad. Real mad. Like, it's I, an adorable mad, though. She's like, like, you're changing my wallpaper and getting rid of the shit that I just did. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, bitch. I'm coming for you. I'm going to get her. Come in with your tacky ass art. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I love it when her and Alec Baldwin think they've pulled it off. Like they scared the crap out of them. They oh, run up to the, the attic like, and they're like, ah! like they get all excited. Did it? It's... And then Lydia comes up. And she's like, hi, "Hi, they want you to come down." Delia said you can wear whatever sheets you want. Like she doesn't even give a shit. Like, Fuck, we didn't even scare them. I think genuinely that's the sweetest little part. Mm-hmm. They're so cool. She does such a good job. She mm-hmm. does. Well, we can't put it off anymore. Wait, I'm going to give you a fun fact before. I'm just kidding. We can put it off a little longer. Before we start. Um, so, you know the mirror scene where they have the horse and they, and they can see that they're, they're not there after they die? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ready for some Jason Tech Corner? Jason's Tech Jason's Corner. Jason's Tech Corner. That he didn't really do research That's on. That's Anovia did for him. <laughs> so the mirror. Um, it doesn't have a reflection. And this is because the area where the mirror is, they took the glass out of it. Mm. And it's connected to like the wall and the fireplace that's underneath it. And so what they did was that's all a piece. And they turned it around so that it's facing into the room that it should be reflecting and have them reenact in front of it so that nice. you couldn't see. So yeah, a little magic for you. Camera magic. Camera magic. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff on this movie. Yeah, uh, there was But it's stuff that we've so already talked about. That's why I didn't talk go into great detail about the stop motion cool. and yeah. that stuff. Because uh, we talked about it a lot in like Jurassic Park and other stuff. I thought that was just a cool um, scene. Yeah, it was. About. Yeah. It was really, really good. It's showtime. Here he is. <laughs> You're so excited. Man of the hour. Michael motherfucking Keaton. Michael Keaton! Who? 
my friends plays Beetlejuice and is only in this movie for 17.5 minutes. Mm-hmm. And the movie's named after him. Mm-hmm. But you, that's all you see him for. And he's the real Batman. Do you want to know how he got his name? Michael yeah. Keaton or Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice. That is a good question. I don't know how Michael <laughs> Keaton got his name. But I gotta do know how Beetlejuice got Hell his yeah. name. <laughs> so Beetlejuice is named after the bright red star in Orion's constellation. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, called Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Well, it is spelled B-E-T-E-L-G-E-U-S-E. Beetlejuice. So if you do notice this in the movie, like... When you see his grave or other things, he spells it with a G. He still has extra E's, you know, the extra E's on there, but his juice is spelt with a G. Now, the reason why it's spelt with a J is because people will say Beetlegeist, like, you know, they do in the movie. Yeah. So they wanted to make it sure that people pronounce the name right. So they spelt it Beetlejuice. For the title of the movie. Even though if you pay attention in the movie, it's not spelled that way. Yes, exactly. Different different spelling. Different yeah. spelling. And I mean, he can't just hand him the name because otherwise they just... He says Beetle it in there. Beetle. I kind of like that I they change it. Exactly. I like that they Beetle change guys. it up from the script. I mean, then the... Mm. Because if I tell you, tell your friends, friends, friends everyone's going to be coming call over. me on the horn. I got to do these guest appearances. Jesus. It makes my life a hell. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Peter, guys. Hell. No one says my name. <laughs> do you, Beetle? Hey. <laughs> Nobody says the B word. Come on. Hey. No one says the B word. <laughs> no, no one says the B word. Um, Michael Keaton. Where the fuck do you start with Michael Keaton? I guess you kind of start with Beetlejuice. Yeah. This dude has so many great movies from this one to Mr. Mom to the Batman uh movies. Aren't you gonna say multiplicity I was gonna say you gotta say multiplicity. Multiplicity is so good. good. They were talking about how they were not sure about him playing this role Uh because they thought that um his style of comedy is more, you know, straightforward doing, you know, Mr. Mom and all those funny Mm -hmm. movies. Sure. Um that he had to really sh- prove to them kind of like they wanted him but then once they got him he had to show his chops yeah. of being this weird dark twisty Beetlejuice character that you love to hate and you hate to love and we do we do we absolutely yeah. do I mean the people that they were looking for uh, before him I don't think would have done nearly as good a job like you said uh, Tim Burton wanted Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> didn't make a whole lot of sense they also looked at Dudley Moore and Sam Kinison. I would have tried that movie, really? though. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Sam Kinison is a weirdo and yeah. probably could have done a fun job, <laughs> but not to the degree that Michael Keaton did. Exactly. Well, how do you feel about these people? Robin Williams? No. Christopher Lloyd? Mm. Jim Carrey? Mm-mm. Jim Curry? Tim Curry, Tim actually, Curry? I could see Tim Curry being a really good run for that money. Jack Nicholson? No. No. Bill Murray? No. Mm-mm. If anything, Robin Williams would have made something interesting. Tim Curry would have made something interesting. Tim Curry so would Christopher Curry. Lloyd. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd, I, I hesitated with him, too. He would be really good. I, yeah. I don't know, Robin they Williams? They would have done a different type of character. 
But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I we'll think, never know. That's the thing. Arguably, this is Michael Keaton's best character work. I do love. I do love this. I do. You know, he's never played a character like this since. Mm-mm. There is no other character like this. Yeah, there's not. He went totally outrageous and like diabolical mm-hmm. and sociopathic with it. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And his ability to play this type of character, like yeah. uh, Michael Keaton's a handsome dude. Like, mm-hmm. he could easily have gone the leading man route and just played romantic comedies and dramas and this, that, or the other. But he chose to, like you said, study, he uh, attended Juilliard. <laughs> he supplied the plague. <laughs> he right? survived the plague. He survived I lived the through plague. the Black Plague the and Black I had plague. a pretty good time during that. He had that. a good ass time. <laughs> <laughs> Falling apart. Um, can I give you a fun fact? Go for it. So the black and white stripped outfit, not Beetlemash words, so I put it back on right here, guys. Uh, it suggests that Beetlejuice, <laughs> that Beetlejuice is a prisoner to his curse ah. that he is stuck in. Oh, I like that. You like that? That does um, make sense. Yeah. That I does make it a lot of sense. Well, because the only way he can break it is if he gets married. That's yeah. what he says, yeah. Hey, these aren't my rules. Come to think of it, I don't have any rules. <laughs> but he makes up his own rules. He kind of, it. yeah. <laughs> he, um... I want to say that I love Birdman. I do love Birdman. I love Birdman. I One of my favorites of his. Of job. He does such a good job. The story is so great. I love seeing him run around in his fucking underwear. Yeah. It's, it's my favorite Emma Stone, too. Yeah. Him and Emma Stone were solid in that so film. So many great long shots. I mean, it's just... Ugh. From what I hear, there's only four cuts in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. I mean... And they rehearsed for months. He's got amazing... Just to figure out the camera work. Edward yeah. Norton in there fucking being a crazy-ass, hard-to-work-with dude. Yeah. I love that conscious, the conscious camera. It, like yes. it was so freaking beautiful. That movie blows my mind. Like I can't watch it without getting a little clumped. There she is. Mm. You see that? Stop she's it. She's my conscience. <laughs> it's so when she's good. not around, I have no conscience. It's so good. I mean, yeah, especially spoiler if you have not seen uh, Birdman. What are you doing with your fucking life? Please go do that. Yeah. But at the end, you, it leaves you thinking like, well, what happened to him? Did he fly away? Yes. Or did he d- like fall down to his... And that whole him running through Times Square in his oh, underwear yes. was real. It yeah. was real. He really did that. They yep. hired a band to play on the streets to get the crowds to, to focus on them. So that not too many people, but if you pay attention, people, people who notice like, him oh. are not noticing him because he is Birdman, because he is Michael Keaton. He's Michael and if you pay attention to people's mouths, they are saying like, oh my God, Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. But that's a fun fact now, for did another they day. Pay these people as extras. They probably made them sign, but no. They probably had to sign something. Yeah. But I mean, because you don't really younger. want. They, I don't think they really wanted too many people to notice him in the first place. Yeah. He's trying to get into the other side of the fucking. He's just trying so to get to funny. the other side of the theater. <laughs> to the theater, yeah. So he's just like, fuck. Uh, I'm in my dun dun duns. Mm. <laughs> he is. You're so cute. Dun dun duns. Oh. I'm out. I got nothing else. I love him in this movie. What you got? I think I he's him. fucking fantastic. Uh, you got anything we haven't talked about? Uh, from Michael? Just in general. Mm. Favorite line of his. 
In this movie? In this movie. Oh, God. I would have to say it would be... Oh, I don't know. I like where he's about to go into the, the whorehouse. <laughs> he's like, yeah! Ooh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, I wonder where a guy can, uh, you such know, as myself. He's like, yeah. A little action. Thanks, yeah. Adam. He's yeah. like, yeah. Hey, Adam, nice job. Nice job. She's like, oh, how did you do that? He's like, I didn't put that in there. <laughs> the whole house was my idea. It was her idea. It was a smart. You know. <laughs> She's like, I know what he likes. Chicks. I didn't realize that he was in the new Dumbo movie. I got to check that one out. Oh, yeah, he is. In the I do want to see that. He was also in the McDon- McDonald's founder. Mm-hmm. When you guys were saying McDowell earlier, I was like, oh, yeah, he's in that founder's movie. Yeah, yeah he is. I mean, let's not blow past that Dumbo was a Tim Burton movie. That's true. No That's, way. Yeah. <gasps> Didn't know. Didn't yeah. see it. Mm. Did not see it because I have a, you know. Dumbo's really sad for me. Dumbo's really racist for me. So I kind of, I mean, I'm sure that this one cut out some racist crows. But as a child, I just knew that was, that was not right. Yeah. And I just never really grasped towards that movie. Mm. So Cause I'd be done seeing about everything except a Dumbo movie. So, <laughs> let me give you all a fun fact that I'm sure you guys didn't know. Mm-hmm. So, the black and white checkered shirt that Adam wears, and Beetlejuice also was like, hey, dude, you know, yeah. look, we got the same shirt. We got the same shirt. Yeah. So, that shirt happens to be the same exact shirt that Tom Selleck wears and three men and a baby in 1987. No Stop shit. It. Yeah, so the year before this, Tom Selleck and his mustache was wearing this. I love that. <laughs> before Alec Baldwin <laughs> and his glasses and baby. were wearing this. Um, was this so funny? Don't they I sing a, a Beach Boys song in yeah, there just to get them I love... To get the love wait, no, that's sleep? Full House. I thought it was right? this movie. Maybe. It's been a long time since I watched... I have to say, I watched Three uh, Men and a Little Lady a lot. That's true, where she was older. When she mm-hmm. went to London. Mm-hmm. I was very into that movie. I got you. And Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Just, I love me some Ted Danson. banana. <laughs> I love me some fucking Sam Malone. Sam Malone. Okay. <laughs> love me. Okay, so. Um, fun fact. Only spent $1 million on visual effects for this movie. That's pretty good. I did not see how much I should have looked at how much that it means in today's money, but I'm gonna say like two, two point five mil. Yeah, um, but I could be wrong. Um, Beetlejuice not only had this awesome movie that we love, but also had a cartoon that ran for four seasons from 1989 to 1991. That kind of took away the adult humor and made it more for children. So, I don't I don't really remember watching it, do you? Yeah, I don't know if I can get into that. Yeah. Um, but they also made a bunch of toys. Yeah. So, you know, you collectors out the there. Beetlejuice action figures. Beetlejuice, and... Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. This is Michael Keaton's favorite movie that he's ever been in. Really? It's Beetlejuice. I believe that's, it. That's... And I think... I, his performance just proves how much he loved it. And I yeah. think it's because he got to do the majority of his ad living. So. Yeah. And he was only on it for two weeks. Yeah. 
Censorship. And I thought about my favorite quote from the movie. Oh, give Sorry, it. I was thinking about it for a really oh, yeah, long time no, in my head. I really love it when they're getting married, and he's like, "Should anyone object?" And he's like, "I don't know. Should I do this? I don't think I should." Like, I oh, I've been single for some time. Like, no. kind of a big decision, isn't it? I mean, I wish that if I ever did it, I was gonna do it once, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, that whole side monologue. You can do it once. Yeah, I told myself I was only gonna do it once. Well, here we go. There we go. Yeah, that is a good one. I actually realized, like, he's trying to, like, convince himself. Hey, like, I don't, oh, God. Uh, You're like, dude, it's that or back to the cemetery, he bitch. He is what do you so want? good at, like, he creates these, like, side personalities for Beetlejuice himself. It's so good. Yeah. It's, I love it. Sorry. Okay, I hate to interrupt you. No, there, that was a great interruption. <laughs> so Beetlejuice uh, turns into a merry-go-round, right? And it shows with his little hat and all this stuff. Yes, he does. If you pay attention, his ears are bats. Yes, they yes, are. Yes, they are. I don't know if it is referring to it because it is like just a little like Easter a little egg for Batman to come. They had to have been talking about of it by that Batman nineteen eighty nine and Batman Returns nineteen ninety two. That they both did together, Tim Burton and Michael Keaton. And fuck yeah. Not only that, but. Uh, as he's coming up from the model, you'll see a little emblem of a skull on the top of oh, the Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. And that also is very reminiscent of Jack Skellington. This is Halloween. This, this is, is Halloween. Halloween, 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 Halloween. Halloween, Halloween, Halloen, Halloween, Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, is it time? Uh, yeah, I think that, that's I'm, I'm out. You out. So you know what time it is. I do know what time it is. <gasps> time for sleep. It's time for Z for the people. Uh, it's not time for sleep. Not yet. <laughs> so in this Z for the people, I had to dig deep. Okay. So this one is brought to you by Gina Davis Institute. And their goal is to help change ginger, gender. Change ginger? Change gingers. To change all you gingers out there. (laughs) (laughs) Is to change genders in media. So they want to make sure that women are fairly portrayed in media. Okay. And in TV and in movies. And to give us roles that aren't submissive or fucking sex objects. You know, giving us real things. Fuck yeah. One of their models is, if she can see it, she can be it. So, if we can see on TV that on 24 we can have a female president, Mm. that means that we can have a female president. Because Mm -hmm. there's a girl out there who saw it, and she gonna be it. So I really love this because they want to show empowering women in the media to make it so that we are known. And uh, yeah, so if you would like to donate your time or your money, you can go to cjoan.org and uh, help a sister out. That's what I want to say. So that we on TV can uh, have us represented as more than just a body. Mm-hmm. And that is my scene for the people. Uh, I, I thought like that, that was a good one. That's a good mm-hmm. That's a for good the people. One. Okay. It's a very good Z for the people. Equal pay, equal rights. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I just want to point out one thing because, like you said, equal pay, equal rights. The reason why, uh, if you guys ever watched The Walking Dead, the reason why uh, Maggie is no longer 
prominent on the show is because she realized that her male co-hosts on these shows, co-stars on these shows, were making a lot more than her, even though she is doing her own stunts Mm -hmm. and she is, you know, have like story-driven episodes. She's still getting paid shitty wages. Yeah. That is not fair. I don't know if that's exactly what Gina Davis is focusing on, but I would like to focus on that one. Pay attention to that. So that's my Z for the people. Ooh, <laughs> Jason girl. I'm Beetlejuice out. is getting slippin'. Beetlejuice, so Beetlejuice, tired, Beetlejuice. Okay, so please send in Hollywood Close Encounters or any movie you want to do. The Lights, Camera, Cocktail, no S. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We on there. If you want to listen to us, we listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, CastBot, Spotbean. You listen somewhere, we on there somewhere. So uh, tell a friend because we see you guys are telling our friends, your friends, and they're starting to listen, and we totally appreciate that. Yes, Thank we you, do. Helen, for being our second in a row. Second in a row. A week Doubling of you fucking week. being our Thanks guest. Thanks for having me, you guys. This Thank you for being on it. Please come back, move back to California so you can be on the show a lot more. Yeah. Um, okay. Can you, can you please get on that already? Uh, please. Like, I'll try. I'll try. Jason really wants you here because we need you both in our lives. All right. I'll talk to, I'll talk to my producer and we'll see yeah. how it goes. You know, talk to your people, have them talk to my people, aka Jason, and you know, we'll get this going. And learn from me comedy. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, next week's movie, Jason, pick this one. It is another one that I have not seen. That yeah. Doesn't, that doesn't happen too often. I didn't necessarily I pick this. The guest we're going to have on next week guess that we have next week. this movie. Yeah. But I do love this movie. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. And Helen, you get to play uh, our uh, lead in this one. Rudy. <laughs> they don't know his name yet. Oh, that's right. I mean, what? <laughs> Just kidding. That's, that's, okay. We can edit that out. It's not it's not the Rudy that you guys are thinking of. It's fine. <laughs> that is true. true. That is there, true. Actually there's a lot of there's a lot of There's a lot of characters named Rudy and mm-hmm. this is just one of them in the million uh realms of uh cinematography. Yeah, or cinema. True. Cinema. I've been drinking, let me alone. Me too. I finished this picture. Oh my god. Yeah. All right, let's I see. started drinking. Let's see how this goes. Then. Okay, let's, let's see, see this. what happens in this situation. Let's see what happens in this situation. We did not rehearse again. I'm sorry, you guys. We really want to get better at these scenes. It's just time constraints. Of course. Do you want facts or do you want a scene? Because I can only do. I can half ass both or like full ass and half ass one. I want you full ass all the time. <laughs> I'm gonna miss She's you when you to fucking hit on leave. you, not the other way around. I was like, I'm gonna fucking miss you when you leave me. Yes, just know that after you after you hear this episode, Zenobi starts crying because Ellen's leaving. Okay, so here we go. <clears throat> oh my big boy. I'll ball it. Oh. Take that back, baby. <laughs> Did I say the first word right? No. Okay, say it again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do I will speak? Okay. <clears throat> Oh yeah, big boy. Aba Espanol? No. I like your shoes. Oh, thanks. I like your shirt too. Great. I really like your pants. Why don't you take off your pants? Yeah, take off your pants. <laughs> so, uh, what are you guys in here for? A good time. <laughs> 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 
Hey, you want these guys to stop fucking with you? Call the guard! You don't have to call the guard. I can make him stop. Make him stop! Make him stop! Get behind me, Satan! Get behind me! Name's Fail. It may please the Lord. Yeah, glad to meet you, Fayo. Thanks a lot. Oh, you don't gotta thank me, brother. You just have to pay me. What? Lord's standard fee for rescue is $200. But for you, the Lord says $100. A hundred bucks? Get lost. Suit yourself, friend. Get her, Nomi. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, take your pants off. <laughs> take that pants off. I, uh, Don't you hate pants? Uh, I hate pants. <laughs> I also turned this character a little New Yorker, and I did not mean to do it's that. It's fine. He's, he's American. That came out really hardcore for a second. I'm like, no, 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 no. All right, you guys, it's no pants o'clock. We're out of here. Yeah. Thank you all so much for another wonderful show. Uh, yeah. We gotta get some rest. Yeah. Sleep is coming. I need some water in my life right now. <laughs> We've been drinking a lot of uh, oh. alcoholic beverages. All right, oh. we are out of here. We will see you next week right here on Lights Camera Cocktails. Bye, y'all. Bye. Y'all. <laughs> oh. oh my god. <laughs> I'm not your coach. I'm not.